And welcome into another edition of Heavy Hitters, everybody, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. It's a Tuesday, though. We we are usually on Mondays and Wednesdays, but fall break made an interesting little switch in our schedule. But Tuesday that is Monday, be, Jack. Yeah, Tuesday is now Monday. So today you might be thinking to yourself it's Tuesday, but you are incorrect. It is actually Monday. It's going to be the craziest Heavy Hitters ever. Yeah, it's going to be a jam-packed wall-to-wall show. We got a lot to talk about. MLB postseason, NFL college football, the likes of it, the usual, but yes. And welcome so much James to the set. Yeah, we have a shadower today, or new shadowy, member. I should say, but new member looking to get involved in the sports side of things. Thank you for sticking with us. And You'll be hearing from him, folks. Here. Don't worry. Yes, you will. But yeah, man, we got to, yes, Mitch, we have to get, oh my goodness, into the more painful side of MLB oh, things Oh, let's start there. But yeah, we're going to get right into the uh, nitty gritty here, folks. Uh my New York Mets lost to the San Diego Padres in the wild card over this past weekend. And Saturday, uh, Sunday, correction, Saturday was actually a good day. One seven, it two. was. You had it. Uh, Fought back in an then, elimination game. Then Sunday, then Sunday rolled around, and uh, Joe Musgrove absolutely shoved, just shiny shoved. ears shoved. Yeah, that was that was awful, absolutely awful. Mets never really stood a chance. Padres won six nothing and ended the Mets season before my very eyes and. Yeah, yeah, Mitch, we even got into a little bit of a, you know, a little argument. Well, but. we did because I may have jumped the gun on po- I I posted an Instagram story too soon of me celebrating the Mets demise. I can't yeah. repeat what I said in that story on no. this on this show. No, you can't. That's why it was uh, relegated to Instagram. Yes. Uh but yeah, it was it was a little early. That was my bad. I you know, I'd love to dance on the Mets grave, but yes, I should have waited a little bit for some of the pain to subside. Yeah. That's my bet. That's my bet. Yeah, that was not fun. That Sunday was But like Buck Show Walter, I can admit when I'm wrong. So Yeah, yeah. I mean there's a lot there's a lot to talk about, uh, especially with this series, you know, the Mets starting pitching. This is a team built on pitching and it that just was wasn't the there. Thing. That's what I was shocked about is that I mean, starting immediately in game one, Scherzer got lit up. And it didn't stop. I mean, how many home runs? Four? Yeah, four, four home, runs. home runs. Pro far. Um, Machado, Bell, Grisham, no, Bell. It was it was Bell. Yep, and Machado all got. Oh, to he Scherzer. did. Oh, okay. Um, He's right. Never doubt yourself. But yeah, man, it was ugly. You know, Scherzer did not look good by any means. I mean, it was an awful pitching performance, the worst of his career, uh, in terms of postseason starts. So that's where that lied, and it really started the Padres off to give them the momentum. I mean, taking Game One of a three-game series is always huge, especially in the regular season. But in the playoffs, I mean. It's uh it's a brand new factor, especially with the first year of the three game wild card series instead of just the one game. I was really interested to see how that played out. But you know? yeah, it played out pretty surprisingly. I think a lot of dominant series from a lot of teams and yeah, yeah, I we'll mean, get into it. But every <laughs> single team that won on Friday in Game One ended up winning the series, and only one of them went to three games. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, and that was the Mets. So you guys did put up a tough fight, especially Saturday, putting up seven runs of your own. Uh, but I mean. The deciding factor was Musgrove. There's no question about that. Yeah, Bassett didn't pitch well in Game Three, and then the bullpen pitched pretty well after that. But I mean, Bassett didn't give up too many runs. It's just in an elimination game like that. What did he give up? Three four. or four. So once you give up that many, and your offense had only put up one hit, you know, I don't blame Showalter for going to the bullpen. You know, when he did, despite you know it was a middle of the road outing for for Bassett. It wasn't anything atrocious like like Friday night with with four home runs, but. You know, it was not good enough 
had to put the team in the in a position to win, and, and unfortunately, they just couldn't get any offense going to support him. No, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just it's just just a painful way to end the season. It's just there's no way to dance around that point. It's just you know. This year felt a little different all year long. You know, 101 wins. Kept you know, saying it, yeah. The division, you know, the division happened. The Braves stormed back, and we blew it. But we've been down this road before. Uh, you know, the Braves did a good job taking it back. We choked it away. But you know, you still want to. You still found a way to win 101 games, and that's the end of the story. I mean, you won 101 regular season games. That's the second most uh, wins in a year in franchise history, behind only the 1986 team that won wow. 108 games. So it was a it was a great year uh, in a lot of different ways, but uh, at the end of the road, it still found our ways to the same endings as usual, which is just painful, but just in a newfound painful way. That's the uh, biggest thing I took from the talking to you around. about it. Yeah, it was was when you were like, it's just the same result. You're like, it felt such a different path, but the same ending was. It was you know, I don't feel bad for Mets fans ever, but for you as my friend, I did feel bad hearing hearing it put that way when we were on our call over the weekend. Yeah, man. And you know what? It's funny how the Mets get hated on so much. I don't think I've ever seen a team <laughs> who's been so loser-like. Like, they have not won anything. Uh, they've won two World Series in their franchise history, the last one being 1986. Uh, so they've been a team who's been a loser for a long time. And it's just I just think it's funny how everyone hates on the Mets. Uh, and that's just what makes it so much more sweeter when we're good. Because we can be insufferable and rubbing in people's faces because we know it gets under their skin yeah. uh, that we're good. It's so. very much like Philly fans. It's just like, you know, that that's why I want you know, I love the Mets. Baseball's my favorite sport, but it's just like, man, if the Mets were to win a World Series one day, I would be the most insufferable person <laughs> to be around. I would be it would be one of the greatest days of my life. But and, that and, just didn't happen this year. And you alerted me after my post, you're like, you know, expect something similar for when the Phils are out. And, you know, I, I'm I'm prepared. This is this is rivalry stuff here. This is why I hate the Mets because their fans are insufferable. This is why the the Mets fans hate Philly because we're insufferable. You know what I mean? It's and we're we're only a few miles down I ninety five from each other. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, I think that rivalry rivalry's been a little bit overblown though because this is like the first year in a long time that both teams were actually good and made, both made the playoffs. I mean, it's 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 there. The fans don't like each other, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like it's not that. I feel like it's gonna get. I feel like it's gonna get more of a uh, bigger time rivalry type deal. But to me, like I hate the Phillies. It's just, it's just what I've been. You've been raised. I've been raised that way. I mean, and it's just it yeah, makes it's sense week. in the world. My, all my childhood is but, rushing back for the Eagles. Like that's how we're raised in these in these big sports towns. Yeah, but you know, it's just yeah. And we were very close to having a, a Phillies Mets playoff series. Yep, which yes, would we have were. been absolutely insane and would probably not have gone the Phillies way because you guys owned us in the regular season. Yeah, but now Philly's got their sights set on Atlanta. They're currently winning four to game one, one, baby. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Four on. to one. We do have a quick message on the KUR oh, notebook, man. however. Though attention, KU community, want KUR at your event? No problem. Go to www.cutstown.edu/kur. Find live events slash remotes. Read the reminders and fill out the form. Our promotional director or an eboard member of KUR will reach out to you as soon as possible. An important reminder about events is that KUR needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Welcome back to Heavy Hitters, everybody. Mitchell Smedley. Yeah. And I'm Jack Heim. And it's this Tuesday. It's still so weird. Saying it Tuesday, is weird. But a Tuesday this one time Tuesday show. This one time Tuesday yeah. show. And the great thing is, we'll be right back on the air tomorrow, tomorrow for Wednesday. Tomorrow, baby. So we get back to back days with shows, and we're going to get. 
uh, to a lot of things, especially over the next two days. But for right now, we're going to get back into our MLB discussion. We were talking about how the Mets shattered my heart again and lost to the Padres in the wildcard round. But I think it's enough about that. I think we got to move on to discuss well, these other the series. Padres, from the Padres side, I mean. No. They're, yes, they're going up against the Dodgers. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I do. I don't. They showed power. They showed incredible pitching. And I hope they lose by 70. I don't care. I am rooting for the Slam Diego Padres. You know, I think the most painful thing for me was that earlier this summer, my dad went on a business trip to California. Oh, this, oh, this and is went, bad. And went to a Padres game. You know, it was just a company thing. But it's just, he gets a free Padres hat. And brings it home and then gives it to me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll take a free Padres hat. I'm like, whatever. Just a baseball guy. Yeah, I'm just, I like baseball. Cool, whatever. I'll have a Padres hat. Don't know whenever I'll have the need to wear it, but. um, Right now. Yeah, just. New team. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Yeah, Jack's so, bandwagoning on the on the Dodgers. Yeah, I am because I hate the other three teams of the burning desire. And it's not like I don't like the Dodgers. It's not like I like the Dodgers by any means, but. Uh, based they on circumstance. Win. Based on circumstance, I'm pulling for LA. So let's go Dodgers. Uh, for this limited time. But, yeah, man, just having a look at that Padres hat all night after they beat us was only made it worse. I don't know how you didn't burn it. Um, it yeah, me neither. Was it at least thrown around your room violently a few times? Um, I don't, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to disclose what that night of events oh, was. Oh, wow, air. okay. You got to tell me on a commercial. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a... <laughs> oh, it's, boy. There are things I can I only say, heard it, I, like, because... It was probably after you and I hung up because I only heard you staring at it. That's all I was told. So, That's all that had happened when I was yeah struck him out. Okay, it struck him out. Ranger Suarez is dealing. He's allowed the home run to Travis Darno, and that is it so far. Well, I am he's got to run disclaimer. first. I am going to give a quick disclaimer. You will be hearing this periodically throughout the show. Mitch will will just outburst with updates <laughs> in the Phillies game. Watching the game, so. I have I have my radio headphones over my right ear. My AirPod in my left with the the Phillies game on. Yeah, sorry if that was like a jump scare for anybody pre Halloween here. That was yeah. Ranger Suarez. So got just him. A, yeah, that is just a disclaimer for everybody listening. Because they there. scheduled us at one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, terrible scheduling. It's disgusting. So I digress from that issue, but we're gonna quickly recap all the other wild card series before our first break. Guardians swept the Rays. Dude, how about this series, man? And it was a. Lo- I mean, it was the absolute opposite. I mean, low scoring. It was four two- runs total. Yeah, four runs total. Two one in game one, with who hit that big home run? That was uh, Jose Siri give the Rays the lead in the sixth inning with a solo shot yep. to right center off Bieber. Uh, but then J Ram struck against McClanahan in the bottom half of the. Uh, yes, against McClanahan in the bottom half of the inning. This was the only run scored, so J-Ram, the Guardian star, delivers. They yep. take game one, two to one, then a 15-inning thriller what a in thriller, game man. two. This will be talked about for a long time. That saw the rookie Oscar Gonzalez, who walks out to SpongeBob SquarePants. Wait, oh, I didn't even know his walk. We had the volume down. I was at a uh, uh, family function. I was playing, well, I turned into the designated pitcher for all these little kids in the backyard. That, that was an awesome story. I'll get to that. But we had the volume down, so I didn't even hear that part. Yeah. I didn't even knew, know who hit it. We were just watching. We're like, 14th inning. 15th inning! And then we watched the walk-off uh, to, what was it, left field, I think? Yep, yeah, it left was center. Out of there. Yeah, so that, that was a crazy moment. Cleveland. Yes, it was. And the funny thing was they took former Indian at the time, because that's what the team name was when this player was there, uh, Corey Kluber. Pitch for the Rays. So against his former squad, he gave up the walk-off home run to end Tampa's season and send Cleveland to the Bronx to play the moment, Yankees. Though. What I a mean, moment yeah. for the Guardians. This young team, youngest team in the majors, 
and they're they're starting to run here. And look at that—a team built on pitching actually pitching. Would you look at that? So Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie, fantastic pitching performances for Cleveland. Uh, it's not like the Rays starters pitch bad either. McClanahan gave up two runs. Tyler Glasnow went five innings scoreless. So Rays just couldn't generate any offense outside of one run. So yep, disappointing Cleveland. end. You know, yeah, disappointing end for Tampa, but Cleveland's on to the Bronx. Another disappointing end. Oh, My God. goodness, what happened, Toronto? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Don't slip. Okay. 4 nothing. <laughs> Mariners win game one, 4 to nothing. Uh, it was dominant. Luis Castillo looked fantastic. That trade very, uh, was worth every very. prospect they gave up. Seven and a third, scoreless. Five Ks, six hits allowed before uh, Munoz finished the job out of the pen for Seattle to pitch a combined shutout uh between the two Andres Munoz the I believe he's only 23 so he's a very he's a flamethrower too he throws up over 100 uh two strikeouts and one hit allowed only just one and two thirds but yeah man this blend of youth with J-Rod and experience of guys like Suarez and Winker and and everyone else here Got him! and there Sorry. it is again <laughs> Ranger <laughs> is dealing there it is again so yes they went four nothing um, J-Rod had his impact early scoring on Suarez's double. Cal Raleigh, a.k.a. Big Dumper, hit a two-run home Big run. Big Dumper? Yeah, that's I hadn't heard that one yet. Yeah, that's his nickname. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Um, Big Dumper. You, you can make that conclusion of why he has that nickname. Oh. Oh, I wow. Yeah. Jack. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do we're you mean gonna, by that? We're going to go to game two. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, go to game please two. do. Blue Jays in historic Blue Jays uh, walked away with a 7-1. Uh, oh, 8-1. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought they won it 8-1. Nope. The Mariners stormed storm back. back in impressive fashion. A little help from inadequate fielding with three guys trying to get a ball. Yeah. Former Philly J.P. Crawford. It's a basis that's, that's double in between Bichette and Springer. Carlos Santana had a three-run home run. So, yeah. Carlos Santana? Yeah. The other former Phil? Yes. The guy that hates that hates TVs? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that, That's those incredible. Two guys, those two guys. And then Adam Frazier at the winning double in the ninth, played in Cal Raleigh against Jordan Romano. So the Blue Jays choke in epic, in epic proportions. Mariners sweep. They're on to play Houston. That starts tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the Phillies now. and Let's get into it. Uh, let's get into it. Okay. Let me walk you through. Do you want to do you want to talk about the Yepes home run that, you know, game winning game 1 home yes. run? Yes. So game 1 bottom 7. Bottom 7. Jose Alvarado who's not good. Who hadn't um, allowed a home run since July 30th. What do you mean he's not good? Digress. Uh it's not good. Just cuz you can have one second half of a year that does not make you a good pitcher, but Currently anyway, it does. Juan Yepes two run pinch hit shot right off down the line. Of Alvarado right down the line crushing my Michael heart. K say, I got a story about ya. that. So, we were my roommates and I were watching and then one of our neighbors walked in at that precise moment because uh one of, one of us invited her over or whatever. I forget. I forget who. But uh she walks in and me and my roommate Hunter start jumping up, screaming, Are you kidding me? Get out! Get out! <laughs> we shunned her from the room, which set the tone. 2 nothing Cardinals, ninth inning. Reese Hoskins, what did he strike out? I don't even remember. Strikes out to start the inning. And then the Philadelphia moment of the year occurs. Uh, JT Remuto. Uh oh. That's a hit for Matt Olson. Um, but yes, getting JT back Ramuta in the, yeah. gets a single, uh, followed by a hard-fought Bryce Harper walk, a four-pitch Nick Castellanos walk, and now the bases are loaded. Something is clearly wrong with the star closer as Narco plays in my head. 
<laughs> oh no. Um, uh, is that Contreras that has that? Yes. Yeah, Contreras is coming so. to bat, buddy. So, uh, anyways, bases are loaded for Alec Bohm. Pitcher is clearly having some trouble, and he plunks Alec Bohm with a 101 mile an hour shot to the shoulder, walking in a run. It's two to one Phillies. Pitching change, obviously. One and two count to Gene Segura, and a ball that was nine inches out of the zone. He plays, you know, he plays with and puts it through the gap into right center or into right field. I'm sorry, into right field. Scores Harper and Castellanos. Phillies take the lead, but they aren't done. An excellent base running decision by uh, Edmundo Sosa, who was put in by Rob Thompson in in uh, relief of Alec Bohm. Scores on a ground ball to first, and then uh, Arenado can't come up with a ball. Uh, and then Schwarber with a sack fly. It is six to two Phillies. Eflin allows one in the bottom of the ninth, but closes the door. An astounding comeback in game one for the Phillies to be followed up on Saturday night by I don't even know if the ball landed yet, Jack. A four hundred thirty-five foot moonshot by Bryce Harper, uh, which actually injured uh David Robertson. Can you throw strikes, please, Ranger? It's two and Yeah, one. that's pathetic. Uh, yeah, injured David Robertson as he celebrated the home run and is not in the series for the Phillies now. No, right calf strain. That could come back to uh, yep, that, that could come I, back to play. Big <laughs> factor. I uh, I replied to one of my friends on Twitter. I said, so did that home run actually end our season? <laughs> Can we throw strikes, please, Ranger Suarez? Well, Mitch, as you continue to react to Phillies game, we are going to step oh, off we gotta step for aside. just a moment. We'll have the reaction. Uh, we're going to have our message from our station real quick. And on then the when side. we come back, we will continue to talk about the Phillies series against St. Louis and then go into our preview of the NL and ALDS series coming your way next right here on Heavy Hitters and the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR Kutztown. Oh, my God. He- and welcome back to Heavy Hitters, everybody, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR Kutztown. Stressful moments. Mitch, you're stressing out. I'm, but it's 1-0, bases loaded, two outs. Darno's up. Yeah, Darno Foul is ball, up. Foul ball, 1-1. And he has, uh, he, speaking of Darno, that's a great Don't point. spoil anything, by the way. I'm not going to spoil anything. Are you watching this? No, I'm following, I'm just following the game cast. But uh, what I was going to say before you rudely interrupted me I'm was so sorry. the most home runs as a catcher in postseason history. Travis Darno has planted himself sixth all-time on that list, hitting his eighth career postseason home run today in the game one against the Phillies. <laughs> So now he's snoring, but Darnell would be a big time grand slam no. here to try no, to make why, it. No, why? Why even put that? And in I would course. love to see that happen. Why? I'm pulling for Atlanta. You better turn my mic so, off if that happens. By the way, swing uh, and a miss, strike two. You made it like he struck him out. I know, but don't, I, that's don't say swing a big and a miss moment. like it's strike three. It's strike no, two. No, because on strike on strike three, swing and a miss. He struck him out. You know, okay, if anyone tunes in, that did not happen down. yet. It's one and two. Bases loaded. Two outs. Bottom of what is it? The third. Yes, bottom of the third. But anyway, getting back to the Phillies and Cardinals after Game 1, it was an impressive comeback combined with absolute incompetence from the Cardinals back into the bullpen with Halsey injury and Andre Pallante coming in and just not pitching well. He just didn't pitch efficiently, and that's why the Cardinals lost. You know who did pitch well, Jack? Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. Yeah, Aaron Nola pitched pretty well. Six and two-thirds scoreless with six Ks, one walk, four hits allowed. Swing and a miss! He struck him out! Get down, Darno! Get down! Okay, yeah, I had to turn your mic off a little bit there. so you I can... dove out of the way so it wasn't too loud. Yeah, but okay, game, uh, game two, 2 nothing. You mentioned the Harper Moonshot. Oh, it, uh, was, the it Cardinals, was awesome, man. bro. The Cardinals had their chances. They really did. Uh, they, they did. They squandered some opportunities. Uh, but this is this but my is biggest the Philly... takeaway, I think, so, oh, sorry. is just that Goldschmidt and Arenado disappeared in the series. How you know, about we that? We mentioned the biggest players coming to play in the postseason, and the Cardinals didn't. 
Goldschmidt and Arenado no-shows. I mean, they pulled the biggest disappearing act since Houdini uh, was <laughs> a, a revelation. I mean, it's just like, wow. I mean, wow. When St. Louis needed their big players to come through, they just didn't. It just did not happen. And that's inevitably what lost them the series because they yeah. could. That game two was there for the taking. Prime example. Exactly right. Eighth inning, first and second, one yeah. out. Yeah. It was one out, and and you. Uh, it was uh, big guy pools oh. that got on yeah. Yeah. right. So you had Goldschmidt, then Arenado coming up. Phillies bring in Sir Anthony Dominguez, and he strikes both of them out back to back. That was the. They were not coming back after that moment. I knew it. I was like, there's no way. No, yeah. After the two biggest hitters just lay an egg like that with a runner in scoring position, your biggest rally of the night to that point, and and, and Sir Anthony closed the door on him, and that was the, I knew the, the game was over at that point. The, but this is the Phillies, though. Their big players, minus Reese Hoskins, are stepping up to the plate in this series and the mound. Wheeler and Nola combining for 15 scoreless innings. I'm sorry, no, my math is off. 13 scoreless innings. Unbelievable. That is incredible. Nola, all he's been told his entire life, his entire career, he can't pitch in the big game. September Nola just collapses. It's awful. You know, and Wheeler, he'd been hurt the, the two times that his team was in the playoffs. He hasn't had this big game yet. And for both of them to come out and absolutely shove in their first attempt was huge for this team. On top of that, Harper slumping since he's come back after being, you know, the best hitter in baseball through the early part of the season to hit that home run, to get the pressure off, had another hit, had another hit today as well. So he's got three hits in his last game plus. I mean, it's just turning up the confidence so much. And the Philly stars have come to play. Remuto got the rally started. He has another hit today. Schwarber, uh, two sack flies in the series. Uh, it's incredible to see the, the folks actually step up. And I was yelling at Reese. I'm still yelling at Reese and Castellanos. Castellanos did have uh, two hits so far today, one RBI. Should have been two, but Real, Real Muto didn't run the bases for some reason. Whatever. Uh, but the, the big players for the Phils, you're right. They stepped up, and the big players for the Cardinals, they sat down. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into the AL and NLDS series previews. We're going to start with the Phillies because we're already just talking about them. They're 4-1 going to the top of the fourth in their Game 1 matchup down in Atlanta so far today. They're getting to Freed. Uh, but the the Braves have made Suarez work through three innings. He's already thrown 75 pitches. It's going to be... It's going to be a game where this That's bullpen's going to have to put in the, the heavy lifting for the Phillies to get them through Didn't even this one with a win. The pitch count. So yeah, I mean Suarez is in for a. It's you know does he get through the fourth? Maybe if he has to work again like he did the last couple innings. I don't think he does. Fully I just need get five innings from him. Uh, it's going to be a tough ask because they're already seventy-five through four. That means he's got to turn this through ship around. Oh, through three. Correction, my bad. Uh, but get this, you know, get this ship being a little bit more efficient here. You got to be uh, a little bit better out on the mound. Uh, as for Atlanta, I mean, the, the offense has been there. They've gotten to, they've had chances, they've gotten walks, they've worked long at bats. Uh, they can continue that. They're still right in this game. They're only down by three with a lot of ways to go. Uh, so anything can happen in this game one, but definitely leaning Phillies right now. But for the overall series, I mean, I think you have, what, uh, Wheeler lining up for tomorrow against Kyle Wright. Uh, and then game three in Philly, I think it's Nola, Nola versus yep. Strider. TBD. Uh, Strider, I think. Yeah, yeah the Braves he, not They activated him, so I th- it should be Strider. Uh, two and then. two. Um, yeah, and then game four is going to be falter. Oh, God. Yeah. So this this is how I saw it. I, w- I was like, this this Ranger game was really the turning point for me. Uh, if we can win this, I'm, I'm feeling very confident uh, that we're at least going to be in or, you know, hopefully win the Wheeler and Nola games if they perform like they did against St. Louis. The falter game, the falter slash bullpen game, that's going to be rough. Probably a Braves win, if I had to assume. If and it then, gets there. 
Oh, hopefully, I'm just saying hopefully we get that. I don't think anyone's getting swept in this series at all. Uh, I don't think it's a Philly sweep. I don't think it's a Braves sweep. I agree, bud. Um, so I think odds are we'll get there, and then if Game Five is needed, I think it would be Ranger, uh, Ranger on versus Sunday. Freed. Right again. So or maybe they go free with Game Full Four count. if they need him uh, desperately. But yeah, uh, Phillies. You know it's going to be a good series. They're two in this least, series. Two NL East rivals. It's going to be back and forth. I think it goes four or five games. And if I had to lean, I'd take Atlanta to win. But right now, Phillies even with have the got current it. score, yes, yeah, wow, I'm taking Atlanta to win. I think they're just the better team, and you know. They'll just find a way. They will just find a way. Postseason is about how much power you have. Both these lineups do have a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, both of them can strike out a lot, too. But, yeah, I don't know. I think they just find a way over the course of the series to get to the Phillies pitching uh, and just do enough to win. It's going to be hard fought regardless, but... High-scoring series. I like I the think. Braves. Uh, but, again, I mean, I'm pitching. not saying the Phillies have no chance. The Phillies are right in this series. They yep. put themselves in a position where they want to be at this point, and it's going to be... It's any one series, but I just like Atlanta. Just they've they've been incredible since June 1, and... I think they're going to continue to be incredible. I just don't see a way for this postseason to end so abruptly with the regular season they had. But it's, uh, I said the same thing for the Mets. Yeah, and it's the same series with Rob Thompson as the official, not interim, manager of the Philadelphia Phillies through 2024. So yes. congratulations to him, by the way. Uh, Rob Thompson, manager, took away the interim tag. Anyways, where are we heading full-time on. We're going to go Mariners-Astros. Game 1, 337. That will start. Uh, we'll get underway while we're on air and progress as the day goes on, of course. Okay. we got Logan Gilbert on the mound for Seattle. 3.2 ERA in this year, 13-6. and six. And, of course, the Astros have their main man. 39-year-old Justin Verlander looks like he's res- resurrected his prime self again. 18-4 and four <laughs> in 28 goodness. starts. 1.75 ERA with a .83 whip, 185 strikeouts and 175 innings. Yeah, if you if you told me this guy was 39, I'd tell you you're crazy. But again, it's also Justin Verlander. He's a generational type pitcher. He will strut uh, into Cooperstown when his career is all said and done. And he has a chance to really, you know, maybe one final run of the World Series with this Houston team. They are clearly plenty good enough to do it. My concern is for Houston, though, is the bullpen. Can the back end do enough to get it done? I like Ryan Presley, but you got Phil Maton back there. Uh, you got Ryan Stanek, who's when he's on, he's incredible. But when he's off, it's uh, it's not really that good at all. So... Can the bullpen lock it down? The starting pitching is going to be there. It's going to be Verlander. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Framber Valdez. You're going to have uh, Christian Javier, Lance McCullers. You have a lot of guys there in the starting rotation that can get the job done for Houston. The lineup's great with Bregman, Alvarez, Altuve, everyone else. You know the names. You know they've been there for a while now. Yep. Minus uh, Correa, That's what we were worried about. But it's really hasn't not mattered really at all. This team. Not one bit. Jeremy Pena stepped in and filled those shoes quite nicely. I mean, I'm not saying he is Carlos Correa, but he's done enough to make the absence of Correa not seemingly affect this team. If I had to give a matchup advantage, I, I'm saying Houston in four. Um, but, yeah, I think this is where Seattle's magical run comes to an end. But they have won a, they have won a playoff series for the first time since 2001. So congrats to Seattle. But it's going to be an uphill battle all series long. I would love for Seattle to win this. I like their story. You know, it's been since 2001 since they've had some playoff baseball. And I also don't like Houston. You know, I, I put it out there. Uh, and Houston's still trying to avenge, obviously, what happened in 2017. Uh I, I agree with everything you just said, though. I mean, they're a very good team. So Houston will probably win in four. And, uh, yeah, they'll be moving on to face the winner of our next series. Cleveland and New York in the Bronx tonight. It starts Cal Quantra on the mound for Cleveland, 15-5, and 3-3-80. Right? Garrett Cole going to take the bump for the Yankees, 13-8 and eight with Yankees. a 3-5. Yes. Yeah, the Yankees. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Come on, Garrett Schwarber. Cole. Garrett Cole takes the mound. Uh, this is a big postseason for Garrett. You know, the Yankees paid him so much money to come in there and be this guy. 
uh, the guy who you hand the ball to in the first game of series and get the job done. And, you know, last year against Boston, he failed to do that. Uh, He got knocked around quite a bit. Xander Bogart hit that two-run home run right off the bat in the bottom of the first. Really set the tone for the rest of that game. Boston won. They went on to lose to Houston in the LCS. Uh, But new beginnings for the Yankees in this postseason. It was a fantastic start, a porous middle with a lot of injuries, and a upswinging end getting hot towards the end of the season. They're getting some guys back. Matt Carpenter's back, but they just lost Scott Efros, who they traded for from the Cubs at the deadline Mm. for the year. He has to get Tommy John. They don't have Chapman for this series. They don't have Clay Holmes. They don't have Zach Brayton. So the bullpen is banged up, so much so that they're moving Jamison Tyon back there to be a back-end reliever, um, you know, along with some other guys. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic to see how this Yankees bullpen plays out throughout the course of the series. Can Can the Guardians get enough hits? Uh, is the question. This is a contact team. They don't strike out a lot. They're one of the lowest strikeout rate teams in the league. So this is a team that puts the ball in play. Uh, can the Yankees defense and uh, things like that do enough of the job uh, to be able to shut down this Cleveland offense uh, and score enough runs? You know, And also, it's the offense spread out. I mean, Judge has done what he's done all year. Yeah. But, I mean... Just can, a little 62 action. Yeah, right can there. Rizzo step up? Can Donaldson? Can these other guys step up and make big-time hits when they need it the most? Can Jose Trevino? So that's just my big question. We know Judge is going to come up. He's going to show out and be great for the Yankees. But do these other guys help step up, fill the role, get some big-time hits? Because at the end of the day, it's a complete effort in the postseason. And the Padres-Mets series is a fantastic example with the bottom of the order hitting as well as they did for San Diego. Austin Nola, Trent Grisham, and Haseon Kim were incredibly efficient against the Mets pitching staff. After the Jack Yankees, said, what are we going to lose to Hassan Kim? Well, we didn't pitch by to the him. Way. We didn't, he didn't get any hits. We just walked him every time. So. <laughs> I know. He didn't actually do damage. It was, yeah. Yeah. So that was, it was just it was baffling. But I digress. The Yankees are going to need those types of performances from their depth hitters, uh, depth hitters to go far and win the series and start a potential, hopefully, World Series run for them. I'm not pulling for that. But, of course, all Yankee fans are. So, interesting series. It's going to be fueled by pitching. I think every run's going to be coming at a premium in this one, unlike the Phillies-Braves one. But, yeah, if I had to give a winner, give me Yankees in five. Mm, give me the upset. I like the Guardians, the young guys. I like it, too. That's what I'm rooting for, but I got the Yankees to win. I yeah. think it's going to be Yanks-Astros again. I think the uh, I think the big guys fall short for the for New York. I think, uh, I don't know. I got a gut feeling. And I, I everything you said is logical. Yankees should be the betting favorite, all that. I don't know. I just got a feeling, Jack. I just got a feeling. Well, we'll I'll get your feeling on this next series, our final LDS series preview. Ooh. Got the Padres, Dodgers, <clears throat> West Coast starting 9:37 tonight. FS1. Julio Arias takes the bump for the Dodgers, 12 and uh, 17 and seven with a 2.16 ERA. Mike Clevenger gets the nod for San Diego, seven and seven That's with a four three three. So I mean, get to get to the advantage in this game one is clearly in favor of LA, and this is what the three game wildcard series is meant to do. The Mets push the Padres to the brink, so now the Padres have to start their number four starter in game one of the series compared to the Dodgers getting their choice of whoever they want to throw out there. They elect to give the ball to Arias, who's incredibly efficient, one of the best pitchers in the league, top 10, uh, along with a stacked rotation out there in L.A., Tony Gonsolin, you know, all the likes of the other names. Wish they would certainly wish they had Walker Bueller right now, but that's just not what they have. He knows he had to get Tommy John too about pitching in big spots. So yeah, exactly. Car shield, baby. <laughs> yep, car shield. Dude, <laughs> How does Matt Beerling have one of those commercials too? I don't know. The Pete Alonso one always makes me laugh because Pete's <laughs> just just Pete's just a dummy. Like he's like he's so funny, but he's just like <laughs> he's one of those guys who's just like unintentionally funny. You know what I'm saying? He's like James yes. Winston. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, I mean. Look, matchup clearly favors the Dodgers in Game 1, but over the course of the series, you're going to have Darvish back versus Kershaw. You're going to have shiny ears. Can we be? Can Musgrove be as efficient as he was against the Mets? Can I don't know about Darvish that. Darvish be as efficient as he was against the Mets? That's what I'm waiting to see. The problem is, like, Musgrove's consistent, but Darvish is so up and down. Like, if Darvish is on, he is rock solid. I mean, you're not going to get to him. 
But if he's not feeling it, if he's erratic, if he's wild, it's going to be a long day. And the Dodgers certainly pose a threat of a lineup that can hit any any pitching staff uh, when they're on, especially with the top three of Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman. Those three guys do damage like no other lineup trio in MLB. So, I mean, look, gut feeling tells me to pick the upset, but i got to go with the favorite in this one. Give me the Dodgers mm. in four. A lot, go, a lot going on here. I, just after I yelled at Reese Hoskins, he got a double, which I think has run Max Freed for, Freed from the game because there's yes. a commercial. Uh, incredible in four innings to run Max Freed from the game with Three JT. Third. Yeah, JT and Harper coming up with one out, second and third for the Fills. And ancient artifact Jesse Chavez is coming in. The game. <laughs> this dude is 39 wow. years old, but he's been in the big leagues for, I think, 20 years. Wow. No, well, no, no, no. Heart of, the, heart of the order coming up, so let's add to this this four on the board here. So, But talking about Padres, Dodgers, man, I was so impressed by the Dodgers pitching in games one and three. Uh, if you got— Padres, you mean? Oh, did I say Dodgers? Yes. Oh, my head's a mess. It's but okay. yes, in uh, in games one and three against the Mets, I mean, one hit, one hit, one combined hit for the staff, I think, uh, or yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Don't talk about it. it was I inc- hate talking about it. I'm so sorry. At least it was Alonzo. <laughs> The dummy. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Sorry. That means nothing. I would have rather got no hit. Yeah, I guess. That's at least kind of cool. Oh, speaking of, you know what? Thanks for bringing that up. The Mets, speaking of finding new ways to lose, they were the first team ever to get one or no hit in a winner-take-all game. Oh, I saw that. So I did see that, yeah. That was when incredible. I, when I say the Mets make it a new way to feel pain for us fans, that is what I mean. So, yeah, there's nothing quite like being a Mets fan. It prepares you for life in so many different ways. At um, least you have Narco, okay? I don't care about Narco. Now. I care season's about over. Narco. I love that. And he song. might not be back with the team next year. I, that was agent. shocking to you rattled off all the players that could be gone. Again, it's such a monumental offseason for the Mets. So many guys are free agents. I think DeGrom's gone. Yeah, DeGrom. That's my opinion. I heard he might be going to Atlanta. Maybe. I mean, that would, that would, that would suck. That would be no chance of him cementing himself as a Met legend. If he left the division, that's fine when you leave. But if he goes down to Atlanta, there's absolutely zero chance. Um, he's, he's Mr. Met. He will get booed. Easily in his first start back at City you Field, so? but oh, 100%. They don't, they don't no appreciate what he did. No, not if you go to Atlanta. I hate Atlanta. Yeah, can we not? I think everyone hates it. Can we not strike out with second and third and so. one out, JT? What are we doing? I digress, but I don't, I don't digress. This break. is stupid. No, no, I digress in the Mets. Oh. Yeah, big offseason ahead for New York, but we've been down that road a little bit. We yeah. are nearing our second break of hour number Ooh, one. It's already? been a fantastic. I know it's going flying fast. by, dude. Flying by. It's I'm been a fantastic MLB discussion. You are in full on fan mode over one there more watching pitch. the game. Uh, I am just trying okay. to sit here and just he's moving the show. Jack's yeah. doing the heavy lifting today, folks. Yeah. Round of applause. Trying unless you're driving. Yeah, Round of applause for yeah. Jack, really steering us along. Thank you. Thank anyway, you, I didn't really – did I finish what I was saying about the Padres? I was very impressed. The hitting was there too. I think they can go you know, toe-to-toe with the Dodgers uh, with the power they showed with their big guys, Machado, um, finally waking up, Soto, Bell. I mean, it's it's a star-studded lineup on both sides. The Padres pitching has proved it so far. Um, the Dodgers, you know, are they going to be rusty? I don't know. Give me the Padres. So, yeah. A couple more quick tidbits before we go to our break here. Sure. Uh, Freddie Freeman's quote was quite funny to me. Oh. When asked about playing the Padres, he said, they're hot now. We've been hot for seven months. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the Dodgers have owned them this oh, year. Oh, they have. Like, the Mets own the Phillies. Yeah. The Dodgers own the Padres. Like, they showed it on the ESPN after the game. It's like runs per game in the season series. Like, the Dodgers average five runs a game. The Padres have just like a missed. Five, five, oh, my five ERA. goodness. The Padres only average two runs a game. So, it's been... Pure domination from L.A. Like, they have flat-out owned the Padres this year. 
Um, and it's really tough. I mean, it, it, you see it happen sometimes where a team just has a team's number. And the Padres had the Mets number this year. I mean, if you look at the season series. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the Padres, oh, 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 the Padres oh, have the I Mets number okay. and the Dodgers have the Padres number. So will the theme of having your team's number in the regular season carrying over to the playoffs, will that continue? I'm not sure, but we do have to step aside for a final break of our number. <laughs> oh, wow, we're going to miss the, this wow. upcoming three-run home run from Jake. You're potentially walking in a Harper Grand Slam. So, yes, we will unfortunately have to take our second break of our number one here on Heavy Hitters. But when we come back, moving on from MLB to NFL, while Mitch is still in full-time fan <laughs> It's the playoff play- baseball, play- Jack. Hang on, I'm hang not on. blaming you. Here's I'm not the- blaming oh, you. Stepped off the I am just saying I I was an objectively a true here. statement. But when we come back, we will start talking about NFL recap from last week. So stick with us right here on Heavy Hitters. And welcome back oh, to Heavy back. Hitters, everybody, here on the Radio Voice of Kutztown University. KUR Kutztown, Jack High, Mitchell Smedley, here on this wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Playoff baseball is in full swing. We have NFL and college football to get to. Even a little bit of hockey because the season is starting tonight. So much going on, Jack. Technically already started with the international games between the Sharks and the Predators, but we're not really gonna we're not here to talk about that. Time is precious. We have less than two hours with our breaks of time and we have to use that wisely. Well, I'm not gonna say we always use that wisely, but we try to use it to the best. I spend quite a bit of it freaking out at Castellanos. Yeah, just one more tidbit though about baseball before we shift to NFL. The Dodgers announced that they're NLDS roster's out, and Craig Kimbrell not on it for L.A., so a big guy in the back end yeah. of their bullpen. He was their closer to start the year. They shifted him more to a middle relief. Yes! Goal. It's into left field! Two runs will score! As Castellanos makes it Two runs! Single Nick Castellanos! Three RBIs? I'm going to turn down your mic a little bit. Come on! Okay, well, now that you heard that, uh, it's now 6-1. Six 6-1 to one. One Phillies. We will hear me. Both those runs are charged to Freed. We will hear me give His line is calm closed. updates while we hear Mitch <laughs> Sorry. <give. laughs> no, don't apologize. No, it's funny. It's funny because I think it's just the dynamic. Is I think it makes for good radio. Because, yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're the emphatic one excited because the Phillies are your team and me sitting over here because my team's out and I don't really care who wins this series because I don't like either team. Yeah. Well, I'm always um, the emphatic one. You're always the calm, cool, and collected, yeah. going to get us through the show nice. And I'm always like, what, what's going on? You so, know? They don't call it Mitchell's Monday Meltdown for nothing. That's true. And you couldn't have it this week. It's no, everything's going well. This is, I've been listening to so much Philly sports radio yeah, you can't this really week. really freak out. Everything's going well Everything, for you. the Eagles are undefeated. Penn State's undefeated. The Phillies won a playoff series. Must Jack, be nice. The hockey season's about to open, so the Flyers aren't out of it yet. Like, Yeah, until the games start. Then they'll be out of it. Can that but get out of play, please? That will be me the you. one thing of joy. Yeah, we are like in opposite worlds right now. Everything's going well for you, and everything's going terrible. We for don't me. get this often ever. Like I posted, I posted a video on my Instagram story the other day, and it goes, uh, "Breaking news tonight's story. Everything is awful." And it's like <laughs> I didn't even see really that. I, I was it was two days story. ago. It was after Game One with the with the Mets oh, Padres series, and I said after the Phillies came back and stuff. Me yeah. after watching the Mets game tonight, and then it said that it was so funny. And yeah, man, that's just how I felt, man. It's just it's my sports teams have been doing me dirty lately. But hockey season's here. Hopefully, the Islanders can give me a little positivity. Islanders, yeah. But I mean, so new coach, I don't like younger team. Yeah, but you're a Flyers fan. This to be expected. It's not, I know. We, we, we're not supposed to sit here and like each other's sports <laughs> teams, Mitch. Everyone knows how this That wasn't goes a really now. hot take. I don't like the Islanders. I don't like the Islanders, okay? You're a Flyers fan. You're not supposed to like the Islanders. Bro, me and, my, like the Flyers. Uh, me and my buddy, whenever uh, the Islanders and Flyers play each other, we always watch it uh, together whenever we can, and I call it the Flylanders game. <laughs> I remember I watched—okay, so my buddy Nate, who uh, he's a, actually a Braves fan, um, but— 
Oh, I, love, I bet Flyers Chris guy is too. This too. He's a Flyers guy. Oh, so how do you like the Braves and okay, Flyers? Okay, so let me explain. He's got family in both areas, ah. but um, uh, he got into baseball and he's like, he asked me who I think is ah, be. boom, come and on. I didn't tell him to be a Phillies fan because why would I put him through that torture? So I said, you know, the Braves are they have Tor- a quarter that up torture as they're winning six one, so, but yeah, it's one that game. torture. Well, at the time when he got into baseball, the Phillies weren't good. Yeah, but. This is what I'm talking about, though. I like, usually we are tortured, but this year the big dudes are stepping up, dude. JT struck out. They intentionally walked Harper. That oh, was so funny. Nick the Castellanos, $100 million man that's not doing anything this year. Let me just, you know, how do you do in the left field? Two runs. That was so funny the way you said that. What? The big dudes are coming up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounded, that sounded like Broads. <laughs> Yo, I've been watching way too much Broads. Man. Dude, I've been watching Broads too. He's I my, love him. I, I don't. I, no, I watch. <laughs> actually, that is where I got the "How do you do?" Yeah, I watch <laughs> he says that all the yeah, time. I watch Broads just to keep up with Philly sports media, just so I can get yeah. a different perspective. Well, of that's things, that's like I'm a the guy. That's like the fan perspective. When you show me that video, us walking into Rickenbach last year after the seven-one Philly. Oh, dude, class. I was crying laughing oh, watching that video. No, 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 no! In what world, <laughs> dude? That was so funny. I was crying laughing. I could not stop watching that video. <laughs> I showed my dad that video. He was dying laughing with dude, me. Dude, so that's hilarious. the same season, Jack. I know it is. It's crazy, man. What happened? It's crazy, man. Baseball is a marathon, not a sprint, folks. You let's get off to a fast to start. Sprint. But yeah, let's go. Let's go to football. Let's go to football here. We're gonna we're gonna do a lot of rapid reaction. Actions today because we are already nearing the 50 minute mark of How hour number this, one. Man. But MLB baseball, baseball is more of a priority. Yes, right it's playoffs. It's, it's play swing. The playoffs. We ain't talking about playoffs. We, talk, we got to worry about winning the game first. You're yeah. talking about playoffs. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious. But Thursday night, we're not going to spend too much time in this horrific oh game. My Colts goodness. Broncos 12 9 overtime. Field goal city. Russell Wilson clearly looks like he's playing hurt. Broncos offense looks terrible. Nathaniel well, Hackett's not a good coach. He yeah, he's got a torn lat, which yeah. that sounds painful. But, yeah, this game is horrible. Matt Ryan literally said in the <laughs> post-game breakdown, he's like, defense, y'all did a great job. Special teams did a great job. Offense, we did enough to win. We know we got a lot to work <laughs> no, on. No, you but... didn't. In what world is 12 points enough to win? Give me a break. Unless you're playing the Carolina Panthers, that's not enough. Yeah, Chase McLaughlin did it. Four field goals. Chase McLaughlin, game MVP. Does he get the game ball? I think he does. I hope so. So, Brandon McManus. Not the best kicker of the week, though. No, it's not. Nope. Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. Gus Johnson. (laughs) I love him. I sent that. Yeah, you sent that to me. Jack snarkily replied with, he is in in fact a kicker named Dicker. (laughs) Yes, I did. I did say that. Um, Dicker. The kicker. But, yes, Colts win 12-9. Ugly game all around. Disgusting. Move on. Yeah, Don't even. Not even. Not even. Everything looked terrible. And, it, and we Everything got is awful. Everything is awful. <laughs> yes. From bureaus worldwide, this, this is, is FSN. FSN. <laughs> um, but, yes. Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> Bills 33. We're not going to spend too much time on this game either. They... Ooh, trounced my, uh, the Steelers. upset of the week did not uh, pan out. There. Yeah, they they trounced the Steelers. Gabriel Davis made sure that didn't happen. Yeah, two big plays for Gabe Davis on a couple. Whenever Jim Nance is in the building, guard Gabriel Davis with everything you have. Yeah. Six touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Four that's touchdowns insane. against KC, two against Pittsburgh. Yes. Also some late-game scuffles with some questionable hits on Kenny Pickett. Uh, DeMar Hamlin came in with a hit after he slides. Uh, didn't really like that. And then... Uh, Shaq Lawson came in with a hit down low that Pickett didn't like, so he shoved Lawson after the play and a little another scrum ensued after that. So it was getting chippy towards the end. That's a strike. So 
more more headlines in terms of chippiness compared to the actual game. Bills yeah. dominate Pittsburgh. They're four and one. Steelers one and four. Steelers they got to look for an answer. Mike Bring Tomlin to said Philly, everyone's baby. in the hot seat. Matt Cannon's got to get fired. Uh, but Kenny Pickett did show flashes. He looks good, but just let's get a less restricting offense there. Let's see what he's fully capable of. We're gonna go to London Giants Packers twenty seven twenty two. Really, the stunner. This is of the, the week. bright spot of your weekend. Yeah, this is the you know the stunner of stunners this weekend. The Giants the stud four and one New York Giants. <laughs> yeah, statement I never thought I'd be saying How five games do? into the year, but <laughs> funny thing is we're four and one and we're third in the division because the NFC East is the best division in football right now. Also, another statement I never thought I'd say. Uh, but we do have to get a quick message from the KUR notebook. Never thought you'd say that. KU community. Did Maybe you not when you forgot. KU fa- yeah, Sorry, true. I'll stop talking over it. Deja KU community. Did you know that KU faculty and staff members can join KUR? Contact KUR at kutztown.edu to express your interest in joining. Can we not? You can also call 610-683-4059 or stop by rooms 188 or 190 in the McFarland Student Union. <laughs> Check out our Instagram for information about our meetings. Instagram is at KUR1670, so check that out. Uh, but this message is brought to you by the Radio Voice of Cassandra University, KUR. Welcome back to Heavy Eaters, everybody. It's Mitch. 6-1 and you're walking the leadoff, man. Mitch, Mitch, by the way, you said, as you said, um, in, in, can we not? Uh, can you exp- yeah, to express your interest in joining, can we not? Oh. <laughs> that was so perfectly timed. No, it, do, do express your... Dis- disclaimer: That was about the Phillies game. Do was, no, I, I love KUR. Yes, do express your interest yeah, in joining. Please, if do. you want to join KUR, express make an effort to join. Be like James. Thank yeah, you. He's making like his way out. He's making his way out Appreciate of here. It, buddy. Thanks for sitting on the show, man. Great to see you. More to come from him. Yeah, more to come. Hopefully, he passes his air check. Hopefully, but that will come. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait to put the pressure on him as he walks out. Oh, but why are goodness. we walking people? It's six one. I don't know. Take him out of the you're game. You're the Phillies, dude. Yeah, that's come what on. we do. Yeah, you, you make things way more interesting than they have to be. That's also, I just noticed you played that, that uh, PSA that goes, Rangers station, Rangers Ranger speaking. Yeah, Rangers station. As Ranger Rangers is speaking. pitching. That's true. Uh-oh. That's a good point. Okay, foul ball. NFL, though, 27-22 Giants take down the Packers in London. What a shocker. Yeah, really? There were there were not a, well, there were a lot of things that shocked me this weekend. That was one of them. I came yeah. down, I woke up, came down to watch the Giants stop the Packers on fourth down. I'm like, what is going on? Yep, uh, fourth and two. Was looking for Lazard. Batted pass. Ends the game. Second the and Giants a row, like third win. and fourth down. Though. Giants win. We're four and one. Take that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and the Padres are moving on. Okay, okay. That's, <laughs> a, low, that's a low down. blow. Had that's to a shut low it blow. down there. Uh, but you know what? I got to have a discussion with you, though. So, I mean, we have to come to the point now where we ask, are the Giants for real? Like, they're 4-1. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, they're for real, man. They're for, they? No, no, I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the to make New of this. York they're so puzzling. Giants. They're so puzzling. Who's more confusing, the Giants or the Colts? No, it's definitely the Colts. But, yeah, are the Giants actually good? I think I so, don't maybe. Know. Daniel Jones In the best three, division in football, baby. Daniel Jones has three game-winning drives this year. That's the most what? of any quarterback. Yeah, I know. Shocker stat of the what year. What is happening? Daniel Jones, well, three Jalen game-winning Hurts hasn't drives. needed them because he's so awesome. Daniel Jones, stud, MVP, gave it to him. Can we get that? No, I'm just kidding. Can that be two? <laughs> two MVPs for Daniel Jones? What What was that Gene secure? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, there was a ground ball to Gene, and he. I thought he was going to get two plays. Daniel but... Jones, two-time MVP winner for Mitchell Smedley, future bet? No. No, I'm just kidding. Future <laughs> prediction? No, Daniel Jones is uh, atrocious. No more needed. <laughs> I, Daniel Jones is greater than Jalen Hurts. I don't know how he's doing it. He doesn't have competent receivers. Kenny Galladay is literally stealing money right now. Don't discount Marcus Johnson. Dude, who stole more money this year? Nick Castellanos or Kenny Galladay? Or uh, Max Scherzer. Oh, or, I mean, he was good. He just, you know, blew it. 
at the end. Um, you now, blow who, it! Who is a real? Oh, James McCann. James McCann stealing ten million for the Mets. So that guy actually stinks. Oof. But oh, did you see? Uh, <laughs> just jumping around here. Did you see the uh, the video? Um, the guy that does the this week in sports ball. I can't say his name. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, he made a video about called Congratulations Mets. And uh, he goes, hey, guys, did you hear the new uh, Timmy, Tr- Timmy Trumpet song? And then it plays a trumpet rendition of the Tomahawk Chop. Oh, wow. Wow, that's so funny. It is funny. <sighs> Anyways, what just remind? Oh, yeah, the, the robbery. Okay, yeah, I, I remember my train of thought now. That was, that was a, a little. <laughs> Why do you have a headache? I don't know. I just do. Oh, man. Sorry, anyone probably didn't need to hear that. but <laughs> Jack is suffering, folks. Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably not making it any easier. So two seventeen to the air for Daniel Jones, seventy on, and a touchdown on the ground. What's going on for uh, Barkley? Jones also had a thirty-seven of his own. Darius Slayton leads receiving sixty-nine yards and six catches, long of twenty-six, had seven targets, reeled in six of them. So impressive. He's pretty good. Him, I like Slayton. Well, I don't, but like he's good. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, Giants you know defense I mean. played good enough, shut down the Packers in the second half. Uh, but. It's great to see Saquon I do back. have a quick tidbit from a loyal listener. A loyal listener Ooh. of the show says, Philly's bullpen will blow this game. I guarantee it. I so, guarantee Is that why the commercial? Are they going to the bullpen? I think so, yeah. Let me, please so. excuse me while I say a prayer. 27-22. Giants win 4-1. Stunner. They're incredible so Crazy. far. Let's see if they keep it up. Brian Dable, coach of the year. That's honestly right now. No. That is fantastic. Nick no. Sirianni. Okay, you're telling me... The Eagles are expected Sirianni. to be good. The Eagles were expected to be good. The Giants were, were they? expected to win five were they? games. It's the Eagles. They were expect- the Giants were expected we to win still five have people saying, ah, they're one or two years away. The Giants were expected to win five games. Yeah, the already Eagles won already won five games. Yeah, because we have a good roster. We haven't lost. So. We're, our, we're going through injuries. Yeah. Our whole offensive line. You know what that sounds like to me? What? Excuses. Excuse- I'm not making We're 5-0. and oh. so. It's just obstacles that Nick Sirianni... Has overcome. That Turns out a he's a, uh, a Bryce Harper fan, by the yeah, way. Yeah, what a bum. No. No, so, we like him. 30, I, I actually really didn't for a long time. I don't like him or Jalen Hurts with any sort of passion. I love Jonathan Gannon. Year, so. I love Jonathan I Gannon. I cannot. Okay. He was the one that almost lost us that game. I love Jonathan Gannon. We'll get Gannon. to it. Jonathan Gannon is terrible. I love you. Get him out of Philly. Lifetime contract, please. No. Just like no. Ruben Amaro Jr. Bring him back as the GM. No. Ruin Amaro Jr.? <laughs> Ruben. 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 Yeah. Ruined. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying here. Yeah. No. Nah, put that B back in there. B stands for beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 30 to 28. Moving Chargers take on. down the Browns. They hang on. Katie York misses the game winning field goal. How about that? Chargers survive. They're three and two. They should have lost. Had a good game. Your boy Austin Eckler had a fantastic Dude, game. Dude, I can't. I, can't I love as soon as you said he As stinks, soon as I said it, he goes he for five back, touchdowns over yeah. the next two weeks. And he had 173 yards. Yeah. And a touchdown on the ground, and he had uh, another one through the air. Mike Williams, 10 for 134. Swing and a miss. Justin Herbert does enough. Nick Chubb continues to look for okay, fantastic. No, 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 no. Fantastic. He did not do, do enough. Justin Her- yeah, Justin Herbert did not do enough. Oh, but he did. No, he no. Why would you go for it on that fourth down? That should have lost them the game. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. no, he didn't do enough. The, so. the Browns lost this game. It was a hard-fought back-and-forth so. game all afternoon. Great game, but they lost. Great game. Missed the field goal. They lose. Bears-Vikings. Bears lose on a fumble at the end of the game. Uh, number 17, I think, is that Vellis Jones? No, it's number 12. Who's Who is that guy? Who's number 17? Come on, baby. What's the name? Yeah, what's the name exactly? Oh, Amir Smith-Marset. Aren't yeah. you Amir Smith-Marset? Yeah, you fumbled at the end of the game. Ended it. Vikings win. 
Cue Joe Buck. Vikings won it! Viking! <laughs> Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Vikings win it! Well, Mitch, we are nearing our hourly mark. Stay tuned when I re-intro Jack after the break. Yeah, we have 30 seconds till our break. 30 seconds? We're not going to really Who's talk pitching about for the Phillies right now? I will go check real quick, but then we're going to get into NFL more in our So what a two count two. here, I think. It is Andrew Bellotti. Oh, Lord. The yeah. rookie. Oh, yeah. He's been a good pickup. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Not <laughs> We're gonna Why would you do that to me? He made contact too. I thought that thing was in the upper deck. We're gonna we're gonna step aside. When we come back for hour number two, we're gonna Why hear more of Mitch hurt updating like us that. on Phillies Braves, but we will get resume our NFL discussion right here on Heavy Hitters. Go Phils. Hour number two. Phillies are in the process of blowing it. We got a lot to talk about. Wrapping up NFL. This is heavy hitters, by the way. I don't think I said that. You did Wrapping not. Wrapping up NFL. We got hockey to preview. I'm Mitchell Smedley, and to my right, he'll roll up on you folks and let you smell his cologne. It's Jack High. <laughs> Woo! Yes, sir. It is our number two. We're getting back in the NFL. First Phillies, and second, like two outs, by the way. Like you mentioned, the Phillies are already starting to do their thing. Yeah, it's it's the Bilotti way. The Bilotti way. Don't spoil nothing. I'm not saying anything. Don't man. even look at it. You don't you don't deserve. I will tell you what happened. Come I'm on. looking at it. Come on, Andrew. Let's Come on. Get NFL, Throw it over the plate. Let's that was a lot of dead NFL, air. Though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um. Anyways, where are we going? Oh, Detroit versus New England. And man, Detroit stinks. This was absolutely a beatdown. Detroit stinks. 29 nothing. New England wow. beats down the Bailey, line. Bailey, zap, 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 zappy with the win. <laughs> why, why did you do that like that? Swing and I miss by Dansby Swanson. So Zap, Zap, Zappy goes for uh, 188 for a touchdown and an interception. But my man, Ramondre Stevenson, he's on my fantasy team. For 125 carries, 161 yards on the ground. Come on, man. This was a big week for running backs. Added 14. Jellyfish, that's a lot of yards. Yeah, added 14 receiving yards. My man, Ramondre Stevenson. Continue to do your thing. Keep that going. Pats yeah. win. It's not close. Man, Detroit's Oh, Detroit's come garbage. on. My biggest takeaway, Detroit's garbage. I, I am going to say a disclaimer, though. The reason we are not taking a lot of time going in these games, deep breakdowns like we usually do, uh, is because we have more on the... Uh, we got so much on the docket. Yes. that thank, Dude, that is the exact word I'm looking for. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, dude, we we're on more, that wavelength, yes, we buddy. Are. Yes, we are. More we are, bullpen yeah, action. More on the docket to get to today. So we're going to kind of fly through these games pretty quickly. Quickly. Um, 39-32, Saints beat Seattle. Offensive affair. Geno Smith actually looks incredible. Strike two. I mean, I will say, watching this game, Geno Smith looks really good. Oh, dude. He is making so some did incredible. Walker. He makes some incredible throws. Dude, also on my Gino's bench on my fantasy team. What? He, I, he was on my bench. I drafted him like the 13th round. Geno? Kenneth Walker. Oh, Kenneth. Yeah, well, so, Rashad Penny, I mean, totally brutal. Air, That's uh, fractured fibula. Absolutely, uh, you know, Was it really fibula sad. or tibia? Uh, one of the two bones, but uh, should, it should be long-term, potentially season-ending. Yeah, four-month recovery period. Yeah, and this is the part that doesn't matter. Year. That that was the guy on my fantasy bench. And now we have a do we have a full count? Can yeah, we not? So, I mean, can we not? Sorry, sorry to Rashad Penny. Yeah, absolutely um, a terrible. disappointing situation. Yeah. But Unfortunately, Walker's going to really get an opportunity like, now. Yeah, it really looked like he was starting. Yes, Kenneth Walker will get his opportunity, and he, st- he shined yeah. uh, against New Orleans when he Long got in. Long run. Um, but... Just sad to see. You never want to see a guy get hurt. So. No, no. 
Wish Penny the best recovery, but Geno Smith. Same with Olave, by the way, in this yep. game. Yeah, Olave. Luckily, he too. got up, Injuries but he galore. was out. Yeah, man, it's bad. Swing and a miss. Lot of he got Swanson. Lot of injuries. He man. got out of the inning. Lot of injuries early in the year. Olave down. Penny. I mean, it just continues, man. The injuries continue to be running rampant. They continue yeah, to be it, running it, rampant. It's, every it's a problem. Year. Yep. But the Olave one, it was. I, I thought he was out for the count. Great to see him get up and kind of do the I'm okay to the fans. But I mean, with all the the protocols in place after the Tua situation, I do not expect him to play next week at all. No. So, anyways, that was uh, Saints Seahawks. Saints got. Or, Saints got yeah, the win. Saints did get the win by a couple scores Saints there. Saints got the win. Geno Smith looks really good. Andy Dalton did enough. Taysom Hill Taysom looks Hill. like an all-star. 112 yards on the ground, three touchdowns. Yeah, how about goodness. that? Kamara, 91. And he can be a tight end in fantasy, the by the way. Yeah. He'll roll up on you, folks. He'll roll up on yeah. And let you smell his cologne. But, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, so some changes for New Orleans coming, though. You know, Alave probably out next week. Thomas should be back in. Uh, that's good for them. But uh, we'll see what happens. This New Orleans experiment. Absolutely. We're going to go up to New York. Jets, Dolphins, 40-17 Jets win. Dolphins had to play this entirety game, you know, entire game uh, with their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, man. This game was a breeze. Yeah, it was a breeze. <laughs> a breeze haul. Absolutely. He ran rampant. My man, breeze Did you haul. see that, uh, like that 70-something yard play that got him down to the one? Yep. Just carrying people. Excuse me. Coming through. Quite the haul there. Yeah, preseason, who needs it? Back to the injury front, though. Get it? What? Eh, who needs? I it? don't get it. I'm confused. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of my it, mind. It, yeah, you are focusing on the Phillies thing. Who so. needs? Skylar Thompson. Oh, was that? Oh, the the McCaffrey thing. Yeah. Who eh, needs it? Who needs it? Oh, yeah. He scored again this week in your yeah. face, Linda. So in your face, Skylar Thompson, a buck sixty-six and a t- an interception, not a touchdown. And a t- <laughs> Mostert, eighteen for a buck thirteen on the ground. He got a touchdown. He, get, he did get a Thompson. touchdown. So I, good I did game watch for that. him. Uh, but for the Jets, Zach Wilson looked fine. Brees Hall really stole the show. Michael Carter had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, after Brees got him down there. Yeah, exactly. He did all the hard work, and Michael Carter's like... Heavy and Michael Carter says, hee-hee, that's my touchdown. Thank so. you. Brees Hall <laughs> looks pretty good. Jets defense also looking solid. They're 3-2. and two. How Robert about that? Both that New York teams around. are the winning record. I know. Crazy this stuff. This is weird. This is an odd reality. Yeah, this is a very, very much so an oddity. Bucks take down the Falcons 21-15, and really the main talking point of this one was not what happened uh, in terms of final score, but the roughing the passer, man, on Brady. Oh, Brady, oh my Jared, God. That was a joke. What is football come Dude, to, man? What it ended the uh, potential comeback. Yep, and it's just like this is the stuff that continues to deter me from, uh, not deter, but. No, it's deterring you. Yeah, it's just, it's not. You don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, what is what is football come to, man, when you can't sack the quarterback? It's a clean tackle. Wrap him up by the waist. You didn't hit him down low at the at, at below the knees. You didn't hit him up high at the helmet. You hit him right where you're supposed to wrap him up, but because he, in quote from the officials, unnecessarily threw him to the ground. Sorry, I'm just not supposed to tackle a guy, grab him, and throw him to the ground. If you don't get him to the ground quickly, he can get the ball away. Yeah, if you don't. Uh, you're playing Football. If you don't uh, put him, you know, if you don't put him to sleep like a baby, you know, you just wrap a blanket around him, and it's just like it's a joke, man. It's an absolute joke. So that penalty robs Atlanta of a chance to come back. Bucks win twenty one fifteen. Uh, Tampa Bay goes to three and two. Falcons two and three. We're gonna resume our NFL discussion in one moment, though. Is a quick message from the KUR notebook. Attention, KU community. The Kutztown Folk Music Society's 2022-2023 season continues Double on Friday night. Sorry. 
I'm going to just restart that. <laughs> okay. From the KUR Notebook, attention to KU community. The Kutztown Folk Music Society's 2022-2023 season continues on Friday night, March 10th, with a performance by Keith Brinsonhoff. Enjoy folk songs from around the world, from Africa to England to Canada and the U.S., plus a little humor. The performance takes place at St. Paul's UCC, which is located at 47 South White Oak Street in Kutztown. Doors open at 6 p.m., and the performance begins at 7.30 p.m. The parking and the entrance to the church are at the rear in the alley. Admission for adults is a $9 donation, while children 12 and under can attend for free. Food and drink will not be served. For more information, you can contact the aforementioned Keith Brinsenhoff at 484-336-9639 or St. Paul's UCC at 610-683-3393. We hope to see you there. This message of community interest is brought to you by the Radio Voice of Kutztown University. Okay, you are. Welcome back to Heavy Eaters, everybody. Jack Hom alongside Mitchell Smith, getting back to our NFL discussion. Gene Segura doubled Matt Veerling. The GOAT bunted him over to third. One out, runner on third. Edmundo Sosa, the batter. So we're going to move on now to Titans, Commanders, 21-17, Tennessee. Carson Wentz doing Washington. Carson Wentz things. And Ron Rivera absolutely grilling him. To oh, media. how about this? We got to talk about this quote. <sighs> that was terrible, man. So, when so what asked, seems to be the problem? When Yeah, when asked why the uh, Eagles... Cowboys and Giants seem to be doing or are doing better, miles better than the uh, than the Commanders. Ron Rivera answered, "Quarterback." That's it. That's <laughs> awful. And, and he was asked, "Well, you picked the quarterback here, so I mean, do you have any regrets?" Uh, and, Carson's uh, done some things well, but yeah, he's he also he's had some, some pretty bad well. games. He's yeah. also had some bad games. I was like, like throwing wow. a goal line interception to end it this week against the Titans. It's just like it's just crazy to me because Wentz is fourth in the league in passing yards. Wow. So. I mean, yes, Wentz hasn't played great at all times, but you those are just things you can't say. No. I mean, you go out to the media and say, quarterback. Like, come on, man. If you're going to do that, at least put Heineke in next week. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to say that, you got to make a change, A. And B, the quarterback has not been the only problem with this team. No. Look how many first-round draft picks they spent on the defensive side of the ball, specifically the defensive line Thank and God linebackers. Play. And they can't pressure the quarterback at all. They can't pressure the quarterback. They provide no pass rush. It's awful. It's awful. So it's just more than the quarterback. I think a clown response by Ron Rivera. Uh, and a guy who's a well-respected coach. He's been in the game for a long time. And I, that was just... No, it was... It was, it was a bad. It's a bad look, and it was no. a terrible response. Don't expect that at all from him. You know, from his time in Carolina, his time in Washington so far, he's been a bright spot for that organization. And uh, to come out and say that is, you know, just hang... And I, I'm a Carson Wentz guy. I have been. Thank you, Paul. Uh... But that just totally hung him out to dry unnecessarily, by the way, because, sure, he's playing terribly. There's no question. But there are so many other reasons you are not as good as the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. It is not just the quarterback. It falls on the coach. It falls on the defense. There's very few bright spots about this team right now. You have one win. Get over yourself. Yeah, try the fact that you also Please be deep enough. Please also— Fly ball right field over to make the catch. It'll get the run home as Segura comes in from third. It is seven to one Phillies. Schwarber coming to bat. Blowing another seven one lead. Oh God. How about oh, it? Oh no. How about it? Um I no, but the real problem is Washington, seventeen carries, forty three yards, that's two and a half a carry. That's just not good enough. Uh so there are clearly more problems than just a quarterback. Uh, and that's just the reality of the situation. Titans win. Yep. They string together their third consecutive win. They're now 3-2. and two. One bright spot I did want to mention. Brian Robinson was back. Yes, that was fantastic. Ran out to many men by 50 cent. Yeah. That was... Uh, After the, the carjacking incident uh, preseason, for those that are unaware, uh, Robinson was shot in the knee. And uh, he, is, he has worked and he is, he is back uh, week five. So that is 
truly impressive and uh, wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, so. absolutely. Sticking in the FC South, Texans take down the Jacks 13-6. to Houston's first win of the year. Davis Mills, elite quarterback, throws for 140 <laughs> yards. No touchdowns, no Stop picks. Stop it. Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. That's an elite running back right 26 there. carries for 99 and a touchdown. Also added three for three catches for 14 yards 99? through the air. Get 100, please. Come on. What are we doing? You couldn't get one more yard? Dude, Bomb. honestly. No. What is wrong with you? Yeah. That's the kind of thing I expect from the Texans. Now, Texans defense, though, continues to be pretty solid. Um, Trevor Lawrence really held in check. 286, two interceptions. ETN's starting to really make it a full 50-50 split with James Robinson. Woo. Both had 10 carries. Clemson. On the day, ETN 71 yards, James Robinson 27. Marvin Jones at 104 yards through the air. Bryce Pop for that Jags offense. But, man, tough loss. They you know they took that one down in Philly. Yeah, Come Philly back home. ruined them. Come back home, lose to the Texans. So, division games are always, uh, you know, they're always a dogfight. Texans find a way to go in there and win it, get their first win of the year. Impressive. Did Four you see what Doug late. Peterson said about the statue, by the way? No. No, he said he's never been there, and he doesn't plan to until uh, at least he retires. Wow. Yeah. The statue that the uh, Philly fans build him outside the link. He hasn't been there. I was shocked. I couldn't believe that. That so, is crazy. Yeah. That's my note on the Jags. We move on. 37-15, Niners take down Carolina. Matt oh, Rule's fired. He's down. gone. Oh, this is big, yeah. So go back to college football, man. That's Moved where he on. succeeded. Go back to college. You can easily find another program to succeed at on Saturday afternoon slash night. Uh, but the NFL just wasn't it for him. Also, no. never really had a great quarterback at the helm, especially because Baker Mayfield stinks. I mean, that guy's garbage. Well, the owner said <laughs> that... Uh, Ever since Rule got here, he's never had, quote, a culture of winning, which goes back to your point that that's important. But, I mean, yeah, baby. man. Culture. Oh, culture matters, Mitch. Yeah, culture matters. No. Take that, To buddy. that owner, it does. But to that every owner, owner it that does. That owner's not winning anything, so I expect to hear things no, like that. No, be quiet. Get some good players. Get a good coach that can actually coach those players. I'm going to give you an example. You know what Rob Thompson's brought to Philly? Culture of winning. No. Smart bullpen decisions. Culture. Smart uh, lineup success. decisions. Moving Nick culture. Castellanos down to like sixth culture. or seventh in the lineup. Culture. No, it's not culture. You know who brought culture? culture? Kyle Schwarber. Rob Thompson did not bring culture. Oh, okay. Okay. No. I mean, we know Joe Girardi certainly didn't. So Rob Thompson <laughs> had Joe to. Girardi was so. atrocious. This so, game, this team was 22 and 29 when he took over, and now they're winning game one of the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Anyways, 37-15. 37-15. San Francisco takes down Carolina. Jimmy G, 253, two touchdowns. Jimmy the G year. looks for real, man. Jeff Wilson, 120 and a touchdown on the ground. Tevin Coleman also added a score. How about that? I forgot that guy was still even yeah. in the league. I said the same thing when he scored. <laughs> that like, should bro, be an out right there. How's Tevin Coleman still around? It's just it's crazy to me. IUK oh, wait, the Phillies were still. Oh, it went to commercial. I just cheered for a Phillies so, out. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Baker no. Baker continues to look like Baker. 215-1 pick. Also saw P.J. Walker in the game. 5 for 6 of 60 yards through the air. Well, Baker got hurt. He was in a boot. He got stepped on. Uh, so that's why you saw Walker in Two shows that didn't watch the game. Yeah. Because it was terrible anyway. I actually so. didn't see it live either. I, I got the updates from Twitter. Yep, McCaffrey, 54 yards <laughs> McCaffrey, on the ground. McCaffrey! Still added holding down my fantasy air. team. So. Yeah, I mean, just another beatdown. Panthers look lost. They'll have a high draft pick, no doubt about it. Top three, so yep, could be top one. Could be. Could they, be I mean, they they are tied for the lowest wins in the league. Could be one of one. Rams take down no Rams. Cowboys take down the Rams. Excuse oh, me. Twenty two ten. Cooper Rush is not that good. Let's let's pump the brakes here. Folks. I I don't understand. 
And I, I, I love that they're going to put Dak back in this Sunday night because he honestly looks worse no, than Cooper Rush. No, they said he needs a week, I think. Wait, what? So. I think that Cooper Rush is playing. Oh, no. 6-0. Oh, no. 6-0. Stop talking. 6-0. Dude, who do you six hate more? You got to hate the Cowboys more, right? I hate both. But you hate the Cowboys more. Mm, it's close. I think you hate the Cowboys more. I don't know. I was, I, I, Eagles Giants is a huge Yeah, I still rivalry. hate Dallas. I'm sorry. Yeah, I still hate I'm Dallas. Not, more, I'm not trying to but. discount that, but we can yeah. be uh come to the dark side. We can unite against Josh this week. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I am going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Give it give it to give it to me, Jack. Oh. Right? E A G L E S Eagles. You're not saying it. Because I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Why would I ever say that? An atrocious <laughs> saying. Cowboys uh, find a way to win. Tony Pollard, 8 for 86 on the ground. Cooper Rush throws for 102 yards. The Rams just look win. bad. Stop highlighting the Cowboys stats. It was not that. Rams, the Rams can't score. Matthew Stafford's not good. He can't throw to anyone not named uh, Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup or Tyler Higby a little Which bit. Which I love that because Cooper Cup's on my fantasy team. So Tyler, 7 for a buck 25. I put touchdown. Tyler Higby in my flex this that. week. Keep doing that. that was a Keep doing move. your thing, Cooper. Keep doing your thing. Too not Cooper Rush. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. So. I almost said Cooper Rush. He can't throw to anyone not named Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, really, the Rams are just – the injuries, man. Who is it? Whitworth, their uh, offensive lineman? Yeah. That's a huge loss. They cannot run. Yeah. They cannot protect. It's bad. It's bad in L.A. Allen Robinson, bust. Uh, it, it's just not working out. Van Jefferson's hurt. That's showing its, its ugly head, and they just can't push the ball down the field. They can't do anything other than Cooper Cup. They so. can't. They can't. Well, we are going to have to take our break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Eagles, then the Sunday Woo! and Monday night games. Then that will wrap up our NFL discussion before shifting into hockey and then college football to wrap up today's show. So stick in. Stay with us here right on Heavy Hitters. Mitch will continue to give his updates on the Phillies when we come yeah. back. 7-1, baby. 7-1. to one. But like I said, when we come back, wrapping it's up our NFL discussion down. right here on Heavy Hitters on the radio voice of Cassandra University. K-U-R cuts down. And welcome back to Heavy Hitters in the midst of hour number two. Connor no. Brogdon is pitching his way through the bottom of the fifth. We're talking NFL. We're heading to Eagles, Cardinals, in the desert. The trip game, man. It didn't happen. Oh, Thanks to Kicker, the kicker. And then the uh, Arizona kicker being totally inadequate. Um, <laughs> dude, that I. poor guy. He, he missed it the same exact way he missed in warmups. He learned nothing. Uh, the Eagles with a nail-biting, what was it, 17-14 or 2017, 2017 final score. Uh, the Cardinals tied it up late, but uh, Jalen Hurts leads them down. A couple of huge third-down conversions. One to Dallas Goddard, uh, some running, um, and uh, drove them down for a field goal. Uh, Jalen Hurts with two rushing touchdowns on the day. Uh, looked good again, especially early on. Uh, did not play to his fullest potential. He said that after the game, and this is this is a big moment for the Eagles because they won the game that they I think should have lost. You know what I mean? The way they played, it took a missed kick for them to get the win with 22 seconds left. The Birds did not play up to their potential, but they still won, and I think that's the mark of a good team is that you cannot play your best game and still win. And then you have to. This is the, this is the difference now. You have to go back and make the corrections after you played like that uh, to come in ready to roll Sunday night in Philly, prime time against Dallas. This is a huge, huge week for the Eagles, and uh, you know just a, a good win to stay five and zero. Any win's a good win. This was the worst win they've had. Um, and really, this was the first one in a while that's really been in doubt after the first half for the Birds. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this team's that special. 
Come on. I don't. Come on. You don't like skinny Batman? No. Small Where was A.J. Brown? Didn't really play. Three catches on the first drive and then nothing else. So, I mean, yeah. I don't think this Eagles team's anything that great. I really don't. I think they're an average team. An average? They're a Super Bowl favorite. They no. have the best odds. They're a good team. They're not a great team. But. Oh, my God. Who do you think is a great team in the NFL right now? Um, Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo. I think the Eagles are on par with Buffalo. So, to be I, honest. I would not argue that. You would that's not. just me. Like, you, you agree or you No, would, disagree. You would not say that. Yeah, I would not say that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. But. Well, I, I just think they are. I mean. I don't know. I mean, Look, the Eagles disappears. remind me of how Kansas City played this, this week. Team not their plays best one game half that got the win. This team plays one half of football. No, they don't. Not anymore. They don't show up in the second half. Yes, they do. They haven't needed to, Jack. This this was the shock game. This was the game where I think it all falls into place. So I think you're going to see them light Dallas up, as not like a, a total, Maybe. not a, not a total blowout, but I, I think they're going to play a very complete game. I mean, they don't play anyone good either. Yeah, I mean the schedule is weak. It's it's Dallas. It's uh, oh come on, why are we still walking people? So I mean, it's Dallas. It's Pittsburgh. It's Texans. And then what, Packers after that, I think? You've played one team, in quotes. One team who was Narco playing in my ear again. Vikings. Vikings, and we That's absolutely it. mopped them up. But, again, are they really that good? It's Kirk Cousins. Yes, I think they'll win that division. So That's a division winner that we absolutely embarrassed in prime time. Come on. Come on. So, I mean, I don't know. What are you, know. What are you just, saying, Mr. Squidward? I'm not really impressed. That was actually a very good impression, if I, I do say so myself. I'm just not impressed. I don't care. So, you're New York. You I mean, your opinion is not valid. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong, but they don't blow me away with anything they do. You're not going to blow teams out every week, Jack. No, I'm not saying you're going to blow teams out. But like, how, many, how many games have they I don't lost? think they're elite in one specific thing. You don't? Like, they don't have a, they you don't don't think have they like have elite a sh- wide receivers? When healthy, they don't have an elite offensive line? I mean, you know I hate Jalen Hurts as much as, like, anybody, but they don't... He, he's not showing elite characteristics this year. An elite defensive line. Elite corners. Come on. I don't know. Come on. I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't know. They don't. What? Then why did you say earlier that they're expected to win when I said Sirianna could be coach of the year? Because they have a good if, if roster. I mean, they have a saying, good roster. They're a good team. But I don't think it's like, there's no one's surprised that the Eagles uh-oh. are good. That's a fair ball for Contreras. No one's surprised the Eagles are good. It's just that, I don't know. This team is... Everyone thinks they're going to win it all, and I just don't. I do. So. Well, I, I don't know if they're going to win the Super I think they will make a deep playoff run. Uh, we will not be getting blown out in the wild card round like last year. We, we I, we'll probably have a first-round bye. I, who's better than the Eagles in the NFC? Uh, Tell me mean. that. I mean, the NFC is a very weak conference. I, not really. I mean, Dallas and the, and, the, and the Giants are in our division. I think we're better than both those teams. They're both 4-1. We, we already beat the Vikings. I think we're better than the Vikings. The Rams are falling apart at the seams. The Packers just lost to the Giants. I don't think the Packers are very good. I, come on. Who's better? Who is better? Tampa? You're proving my point that the NFC is not that good. No, I'm just proving the point that these are good teams, but I'm saying they're not that good compared to the Eagles. I think the Eagles are miles away the best team in this conference. Tampa, I think, I think is second best. I think San Fran can make a run this year. San Fran, I think, is third best. Good point. So... I don't know. We'll and and San Fran is quickly climbing my ratings, too. We'll I think they might goes. be better than Tampa. You said earlier this year they wouldn't make the playoffs. I, I know, and I'm, I'm quickly retracting that. I am on the Tampa so. bandwagon. Okay, mostly because they had Trey Lance. I didn't think Trey Lance was good at all. But you, I, I've talked to you about Jimmy G. I like him. 
I think he's all right. I think he's pretty damn good. Put him together with that defense, with those receivers. Nah, Jimmy G's good, man. Come on. Moving on. We got Sunday night football. Sunday night, Bengals, Bengals, Ravens. And an AFC North showdown, and it came down to the wire. Justin Tucker, best kicker in the league, sends the Ravens home with a win. Uh, Joe Burrow played okay without his top one of his top receivers, T. Higgins. Uh, had a rushing touchdown late. They took the lead, but it was not enough. The defense could not stop anyone. Chase is not the same as last year. No, he's really not. It's they really don't have shocking. that connection. And I think, I think it's just one of those things where Chase is a really good receiver, but the league just needed to see what that offense looked like for a year. Yep. And now that everyone knows what they kind of try to run, it's it's just a formula that you can figure out. So, I mean, overall, I think the Bengals will be fine. I think they'll make the playoffs, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, ah! I just don't think that they're going to have – they don't have that same juice as they did last year. They just don't have that same juice as they did last year. Ravens, though, man, I tell you what, they Seven could win three this division. Ball game. They can win this division. And that game's not over yet either. No. But um, it's not. 19-17, Lamar does enough. Ravens defense actually looks pretty good. They win the game. They're 3-2. and two. They now lead the AFC North. Surprise, surprise, with how their two losses were really choke jobs. They could be. They could have been 5-0 and oh if they didn't blow those two games. Oh, the Ravens? Yes. Definitely. High-powered offense. But I know Even this, without like elite receivers. And I know I said this is a result of, that this is a world of results, and it is. But the argument is something that you can easily make that the Ravens could be 5-0. and But they aren't, and the Eagles are. Exactly. But You think the Ravens are a better team than the Eagles? Yep. Really? Even though they're two wins worse? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm kidding about that last word. Oh, okay. But All right. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a confusing know. league, Jack. It's a confusing league. They're five just, and zero, oh, but like, I'm just enjoying the ride. Like I'm just not impressed. I mean, it, it's not. It's not something they can control either. It's not in their hands. But man, their strength of schedule is terrible. Connor Brogdon is terrible. That's what's terrible. Yeah, I'm not enjoying but, this. Runner on second. How many outs? I don't even know. I think one, but I could be wrong. So yeah, we're gonna move on to Monday night. Monday night football. Chiefs. Oh my goodness. Chiefs, Chiefs Raiders. Chiefs Raiders. They're terrible, man. The Raiders are just... No, they're not. Dude, the way they lost Have that game... Have you seen Josh Jacobs? Okay. What a beautiful man. They're they're one in four, and I know the saying goes here. I think this is a situation where the saying goes. Um, you are what, what your record says you are? No, 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 no. Oh. You're not what your record says you are. That's it. That's what I meant. No. I, I think the Raiders are a good team, definitely. Uh, they Hunter d- Renfro is not, though, man. What no. That guy is a terrible this year they fumbled against arizona to yeah. cost them the game and now he runs into Devonte adams on fourth and one to end the game <laughs> last night i mean what are you doing wow i mean just shocking and and also also the uh going for two to yeah. go to try and go up that was a dumb decision yeah Very it was dumb a dumb decision. decision josh McDaniels is not a good head coach no outsmarted himself they Derek Carr has to run for his life every play because the offensive line is bad and the uh, Devonte adams shoving uh equipment guys off his feet off their feet yeah, walking to the top. I saw that. That was disgusting. That was terrible. Yeah, this team is in disarray. That was terrible. Throw strikes. That was terrible. Chiefs oh win. They find Lord. a way to pull it out. Um, four and one. Mahomes Why four are you touchdowns. Of Arcia right now. Yeah, Travis Mahomes, Kelsey four touchdowns to Travis Kelsey. Kel- Kelsey had twenty five receiving yards, but four, four touchdowns. touchdowns on seven catches. That's that's insane. That's a weird night. Marquez Valdez Scantling ninety yards, leading receiver. McCole Hardman also had seventy three. 
Uh, they started to take the reins. Jarek McKinnon, the leading rusher of the team, is he the starting running that? back there? How I, about that? I don't know. I had I was watching with a guy that had Edwards Alaire on his so. uh, fantasy team. Not happy with the results. Uh, yeah, I don't blame him. He had well, he him. had Alaire, Adams, and Waller, and he lost by five at the end. Ouch! Because Adams showed up big time, but uh, Alaire did not. Oh, he got plunked. So thirty to twenty nine, Chiefs win. That is going to do it for our football discussion, though, Mitch. And what is going on down in Atlanta? He just got abs. Arcia just got. Oh, two. He plunked him. Two, two. Oh my. Two, two. Is the collapse starting? And he screamed as as the ball came in. Jack, he goes. Oh. Wow. Ouch. Wow. Okay, they dude. So two on and one out. Two on, one out against Brogdon. You need to get this man. Tying runs on deck. Oh wait, it didn't hit him. I swore that hit him. No, it's full count. No, wow, they said it was just a take. I wow, on first glance, that that looked like it ran in on him and hit okay, him. Okay, well, never that's mind. why I, I digress. He screamed. I thought it hit him. Okay, moving on. We're, we're gonna go to the NHL. College. Oh, oh, or NHL. That's we're gonna cool finish too. off a of college. We're gonna go okay. to the NHL. Mitch, we're gonna go through quickly. Uh, give our thoughts on tonight's games and give a little maybe preseason uh, pre-standing predictions mm. if, if you're down with that. Yeah. So the games tonight. Yeah. That was a strike. Come on. Okay, that's a walk, Darcia. Um, lightning why? Rangers. Why are you walking, garden. people? Oh, I love it. I don't. What know is why. wrong with Brogdon? I, I don't, don't understand. What's why he's wrong in. with Mets fans rooting for the Phillies? Are they? Yeah, I've wow. seen some people on Twitter that are Mets fans ha- saying hashtag Ring the Bell. It's a valid opinion. It's terrible. It's a valid why? opinion because Atlanta sucks. So, Lightning Rangers. Rangers are the favorite for this one, and then you have the Golden Knights taking on the Kings. Yeah, man, these are two very good games. Yeah, I like it. Rematch of the Eastern Conference Final from last year where the Lightning went on to lose to Colorado in the Cup. I think we got a pitching change. Golden Knights-Kings. Um, Vegas disappointed last year, missed the playoffs. The Kings with the surprise team from last year. Came out of nowhere to make the playoffs uh, before... Did, I think they lost in round one. I believe so. I was watching the they later rounds and they were not there. Yeah, they oh, lost the play- to Calgary. Burns, burns, burns. The Ring of Fire. I like the Flames this year. I do. Do you? They made a really good trade. That like that Kachuk, Calgary. That Kachuk trade was highway robbery. Yeah. They got Huberto and Uyghur, and they locked both of those guys up. That's that's a steal. That's that's a good trade right there. So it Calgary Flames trade. forced to be reckoned with. Forced to be reckoned with. You didn't have to <laughs> sing it, <laughs> fool. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm upset right now. I you can't fool. even focus. You fool. All right, Gilbert Godfrey. Okay, well, we're going to give our standings predictions. It was the last perfect pitch game. Mitch, uh, it is that time. It is? It's that time. We are gonna, we're going to preview our, our divisions. In, <laughs> wow, excuse me. One second. I got the Flyers winning the Metro. <laughs> no. So, we're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to start with the Metro. We're okay. going to start with the Metro. Um, if you had to pick a team, we're not going to go one through eight. In no, division, definitely not. But... If you, you had to give me a division winner in the top three, what would you say? Who oh, do you think would be the top three? I don't know. Uh, Reminder, last year's top three was Carolina, Rangers, yep. and Penguins. Yeah, I think New York is back. Uh, Carolina looks a little weaker to me this year. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Which New York? Uh, probably both. Yes. I think both. Yes. I think both get in there. Yes, sir. I love to What are the that. Penguins doing? Remind me of the Penguins offseason. They, uh... Um, they traded John Marino to the Devils. They got Ty Smith in return. 
Uh, they can't find a way to keep, Mal- keep Malkin and Crosby. Yeah, that's the big thing. Um, Kind of mostly the same team. Yeah, right? they just locked the guys up. I, I Honestly, as much as I hate to say it, those guys, it just always seems to work for them. They get all the calls. So I think Rangers, Islanders, Penguins. Wow. Top three. That's bold. That is a bold take. Yeah, My top three, Rangers, Carolina. You keep Carolina. Okay. And bold, but they're my team. Islanders get third in the Metro Division, followed by Pittsburgh and then Washington. I, I was thinking about Washington instead of the Islanders, but so, they could Islanders could really surprise some people this year. Yeah, they could. I think they I think they can. They got younger on the blue line. Uh the goaltending situations there is good. It's just really the question that's been the question, can the offense do enough? And I'm thinking they can. Yeah. It's gonna be a rejuvenated group after the disappointing year last year. New coach with Lane Lambert. I think we see an inspired Islanders group that get third in the Metro this year and they have a first round matchup with a crosstown rival. New New York, York Ranges. Ranges. That would be fantastic. That would be crazy. Oh my goodness. That'd be ignite you ignite New York to new heights. UBS's first UBS Arena's first playoff games to be hosted there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that new place. Yeah, man. That would be crazy. There's a strike. That's what we needed. Who's pitching now? Um, I could not tell you. So hmm. okay. okay, we're gonna go to division. We're gonna go to the Atlantic division. Mitch, we're gonna keep going with the top three trend here. You're up. I will start it. Last year's top three, Florida 1, Toronto 2, Tampa 3. I think we see a similar addition of the top three this year. I think it's the same team. It's just a different order. Really? Uh, I got Toronto winning the division. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to retract that. I'm going to retract that. Wow. That was bold. Um, Now, give me Florida to repeat. Florida repeats this division champs. Lightning second, Maple Leafs third. They just flip-flop two and three, I think. Followed by... Wait, wait, so you have the Panthers? Panthers, Lightning, Leafs. Okay. Followed by Boston and... Uh, Can we throw strikes? What are we doing? Followed by Boston, and I'm going to go Buffalo. Wow. Buffalo right. fifth. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a very similar division to how it shook out last year. I, I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with the Florida... What did you say? Florida, Lightning, Toronto? Yes. I'll agree with that one. Okay. I'll be boring. We're going to go out west, central division. Preds already 2-0 with their two Global Series wins against the San Jose Sharks, so they already have a step up over everybody else. Predators. They made the playoffs last year, did Nashville, I think. Losing to, I believe, St. Louis. Oh, God. Yes, Matty V! Matty V with the catch. Throwback to second. Oh, oh no, he went to third. Okay, he yeah. tugged. All right. Okay. Back to the central, though. Nash already has a leg up. Top three. Avalanche won the division last year. They won the cup. Uh, and I believe it was the Wild and the Blues who finished second and third, yes. And the Nashville got a wild card, and they lost to Colorado. Yeah, they got swept. So, uh, yeah, I got Colorado one. Yeah, Colorado one. Colorado pound one. That. Pound it. That's just too easy. Yep. I got Nashville three and Winnipeg. Uh, and not Winnipeg. Minnesota two. Oh, okay. I'll flop them. I like the start for Nashville. Uh, give me the Wild three. Nashville two. Okay. Green a lot here. Pacific Division. We're going out to the West West. The Wild Wild West. The Wild Wild West. That saw, I believe, Calgary won the division last year. Need one more out here. This would be a Last big year's outtake. top three was Calgary playing... Strike one. Oh, Robbie Grossman. I forget who it was. I forget who Calgary played, I think. Oh, oh. Uh, did they also lose to Colorado? No, because the conference final was Avs-Oilers. Uh, no, Oilers beat 
beat Calgary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was Flames in the division. The Oilers beat. Um, he swung at that. <laughs> who did the Oilers beat? Kings. The Oilers beat the Kings round one. Yes. Ah. Okay. Yes. So the Oilers were two. Kings were three. Yeah. I'm gonna go with similar top three, except I have Edmonton win the division. Edmonton one. Calgary two. Uh, and then I'm gonna go Vegas three. Mm. Calgary. Repeats. Vegas. Edmonton. I'll go. I'll go Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. Put and I have LA same at top four. three. Just moving them. L.A. at four. Well, that's yeah, LA was the, the surprise threes. team last gonna year. Shake up. Maybe they do it again. But so yeah, we're gonna have the the top threes make the playoffs in each division plus the two wild cards to just the next best records. So if I had to give my predictions for the full playoff slate, I'd have in the Central it'd be Avs one, Wild two, Nashville three, with the wild cards following up being St. Louis and then L.A. Um, out of the West. So that is what I got. I'm assuming you have a similar kind of set. It's very I, – I honestly did not just hear a word you said because this is like a huge pitch. And, uh, but yes, I'll defer to Jack on that one, yes. Because I, yeah. I didn't do the wild cards. So I just did the top three. Sw- All righty. We do have to take oh, our final on. break of today's show, unfortunately. When we come back, we will wrap Two up our two. hockey discussion and shift into our recap of last week's exciting college football matchups right here breakdown, to Jack. wrap up heavy hitters in this special one and only Tuesday edition due to the fall break scheduling. So stick with us right here on Heavy Hitters on the Radio Voice of Custom University, KUR. Welcome back to Heavy Hitters, everybody here on the Radio Voice of Custom University, KUR. Cuts down. Yes, Mitchell, we are back on. <laughs> I was talking to Adam, the news. Bro. The news ended, so we, we, we are back on air. Jack got me hyped up, bro. So. I, I walk into the room, ready to come record, actually, and, and he's screaming, yeah, we got the yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what, do you, what happened? And he goes, up top. I'm like, for what? And he goes, I don't know. I'm just excited. I'm excited to talk to College football, man. Let's, Come on, talks of college football. By the way, uh, whoever, let's do it. Whoever okay, was sorry pitching at the time sorry, sorry got out of the innings, uh, striking out uh, Grism. The Phillies are coming about in the sixth, up four. Oh my dude, my heart is bumping. This is too close. I'm very sorry to just scream into the mic like that for everybody. So I've been doing it all afternoon. So <laughs> my, vo- if anyone can't tell, my voice is gone. I had a sports-filled weekend. I was yelling at everything. Even out in the backyard with the kids, it got intense, man. Oh, can I tell you a, a brief story about what this kid said to me? It was the birthday kid. Yes. Birthday boy. And I was pitching most of the time, and he wanted to pitch. So he's like, here, I'll pitch. I need you in the outfield. Kid turned 12, by the way. So he goes, I need you in the outfield because you're tall. And I go, I'm also blind. And he goes, that doesn't matter. You can still catch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's my story. Wow. So I've been yelling with people like that this whole weekend. So my voice is messed up. Talks of college football. Well, we will get into it. Week six of college football was another interesting week. We're going to go into the recaps of the games we previewed, which was Tennessee, LSU, TCU, Kansas. We also took a look at Utah, UCLA. I watched some of that game. Bama, Texas, A&M. And we also looked at, I believe, uh, what was the other one? I think we just gave you some games to watch. Yeah, I think you just gave a a list at the end. Those are the four we broke down, which means you'll recap those four. As am I. That was just completely out of the blue. I just got a huge, like, my stomach's growling. Tennessee. Tennessee, man. 40-13. to They absolutely thrashed LSU. They dominated them. Hendon Hooker, 239, two touchdowns through the air, but the big damage was done on the ground. He had Jabari Small go for 127, two touchdowns and 22 carries. Five pointed to carry. I was also followed up by Jalen Wright, 59 more, and Hendon Hooker added 56 of his own. So Tennessee, 5.4 yards a carry, 8.5 yards per pass for Hendon Hooker. Uh, Brew McCoy, the uh, 
the junior who's had quite the quite the interesting college story. I mean, I can't even I don't even think I can get the timeline right of what happened uh, to this guy. I think he started off committing to USC, <laughs> went to USC, transferred to Kansas, or not Kansas, transferred to Texas, uh, then went back to USC. Back to Texas, and then finally ended up at Tennessee. Can we not, Reese? So, not? what a story. And I don't even think I got all the details right of that. But it was just, it, it, his collegiate career has been one giant um, transfer portal entry. So. <laughs> well, it opened up for him even more now. So. Yeah, 7 for 140 in this game for Tennessee. They are now 5-0. and um, I think, yeah, 5-0. and Let's see. The, uh, the volunteers there? Yes, 5-0. and it's louder. Dominating LSU and Brian volunteers. Kelly. Jaden Daniels, 300 yards, one touchdown, one pick, added 38 yards on the ground. Uh, the big thing was LSU could not run the ball. 28 carries, 55 yards, two yards a carry. Yeah, man, just not much going on on the ground. And that's kind of where the story ends there. LSU fails to rush it. Tennessee dominates. They win 40-13. to We're going to Lawrence, Kansas. TCU. Are we? Are we really, Jack? Yeah, we're going to take a field trip. To Lawrence, Kansas. All right. KUR uh, sponsored. Talk to, <laughs> talk to Brandon about that one. Yeah. We'll talk to Reg, see if it's in the budget. No, I'm just kidding. Can we um, hit some balls here, JT? 38 31. TCU idea. gets the win. Max Duggan goes 308, three touchdowns, one pick on the ground. 4.6 yards of carry for TCU, two touchdowns. It was Duggan with 55 more and a touchdown. Uh, but they also had their lead back. Ken, uh, Kendra Miller, 88 and a touchdown as well. Leading receiver. Quinton Johnson, 14 catches, 206 yards, and a touchdown. Whew, that is a big-time game for the Horned Frogs Whistle receiver. was really loud in my ear, by Sorry. the way. I like that. But, Wait. yeah. <laughs> we're going to move on. We're going we're gonna to move do. on. Please do. Don't say we're, anything. We're going to move on. Going to Kansas. Sorry if that whistle, that whistle was loud for you <laughs> listeners out there. Um, tongue so, tied, and then in my other ear, check this announcer just goes, "Oh wow, jeez, I swear." So can we not back to back strikeouts? Reese Hoskins, GT, Jalen Daniels, the starting quarterback for Kansas, gets hurt in this game. Goes five for ten for eighty nine yards. Has to leave with a shoulder injury, uh, and so the backup Jason Bean comes into the game, the senior backup that no one really has a good grip on of what he's going to be capable of doing. But uh, he stepped in and kept it real close for. Uh, for Kansas, threw for 262, four touchdowns, only one interception. Fantastic job by the Jayhawks backup quarterback to step into the spotlight and and keep this game within reach. And you know, for them, unfortunately, the miracle undefeated run ends here. But it was fantastic. I mean, it was a great job of uh, just being able to keep Kansas close, make some big time throws late in the game. And they had an incredible catch in this one too. Um, oh, I was trying to find it. Harper fouls off the first pitch. Two outs, nobody on top of the sixth. Harper with uh, a single thus far. In I think the game. it might have been this guy. I don't know, though. This guy. <sighs> there was a big play touchdown that Kansas had that I think it, it was just an, a great play, but I don't know if he officially ruled it was caught. I saw it in a video mm. on social media, but I don't know. I was going to say that, but uh, this is up I in the air, left field. It. I can't Going find back. It, so. Oh, he's got room. Oh, it's off the wall. TCU wins the 38-31. Impressive performance for Max Duggan. Jalen Daniels leads hurt, so hopefully he is all good to go for the Jayhawks for next Ooh. week and the rest of the season. Incredible win. TCU? TCU continues to make country. noise out of the Big 
12. Big 12 is such a great conference monitor this year. It's really anyone, anyone's conference. Kansas still got a shot, even though that lost to TCU. So it's just fantastic, man. It is fantastic what we're seeing out of there. Speaking of Big 12, we're going to keep it there. Uh, Texas, man. I mean, they just, they dog-walked Oklahoma. I mean, they dog-walked them. 49 nothing. It was... It was a beatdown. It was as bad as the as the final score looked. Uh, Quinn Ewers goes 289, four touchdowns. Bijan Robinson, 130 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Oklahoma couldn't get anything going. They had five different guys throw a pass. Five. Oklahoma. Wow. Their starting quarterback, oh, though, wow. Davis Bavell, only threw for 38 yards. 38 yards, one interception. Uh, it was terrible. Oklahoma's offense couldn't do anything. Their defense gave up points after points after points. It was a blowout. Texas wins. Texas is a really, really good football team, despite the record being four and two. Uh, if Quinny Ewers didn't get hurt against Bama, they their their season could be looking completely different right about oh, now. College but playoffs. That is not the world we live in. Quinny Ewers did get hurt, so but Texas four and two, they still look phenomenal. Quick message to the KU notebook though. Attention KU community. If you are looking for a club that seeks to advocate, educate, increase awareness, and provide a safe social and support network to Kutztown University's LGBTQIA plus community then Allies is for you. Allies meets every Thursday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. in the Boxwood House, room 103. Then from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., come join the LGBTQ Plus Resource Center for weekly coffee and conversation. You can stay after the Allies meeting or stop in for a visit and enjoy some fellowship. We hope to see you there. This message of community interest brought to you by the Radio Voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Welcome back can I to say Heavy something, Hitters. I just Final segment today. What? I have a severe attraction to playoff Bryce Harper. This man is waking up in a big way so far. I mean, Lame. in his last two games, two singles, a double, and a home run. I mean, come on. I just love this man. That's why I'm wearing his jersey today. Well, Castellanos coming to bat after this pitching change, by the way. Runner on second, two outs for the Phils. Okay, we will keep you updated if anything notable happens else in that game. UCLA takes down Utah, 42-32 at the Rolls Bowl. UCLA 6-0. and Utah now 4-2. Their playoff hopes are seemingly crushed. Uh, they have failed to meet the preseason expectations, but that's why when you enter week six, the, pre- the preview and preseason magazines go into the trash can because Oops. those mean nothing now, now that games are played. So UCLA, man, really coming out of the woodworks, shocking a lot of people. Chip Kelly has built a really sleeping giant product there at oh UCLA. God. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is an incredible quarterback. Zach Charbonnet, the Michigan transfer running back, is incredible. Uh, this defense is experienced, veteran-riddled. Uh, so it's just, it's it's a fantastic team. UCLA sleeper uh, playoff team. But yeah, they're going to be right there with the USC competing for the Pac-12 championship down to season's end. Great story out there for Chip Kelly and those UCLA Bruins. They really do have a shot to take home the Pac-12 this season. It's really this year or no season because a lot of these guys are going to be gone at season's end. So UCLA 6-0. and Now that the limelight's on you with a big win over Utah, let's see how they relish it next week. Uh, their upcoming schedule, they head to Oregon. Ah, that's a big one. And they have a bye. They have a bye before they head to Oregon. Autzen Stadium, that's going to be rocking for that game. Top 20 matchup. Uh, Then they have Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona, and then, of course, USC. So, I mean, they can take care of business up in Autzen at Autzen Stadium, go to 7-0. That USC game builds a lot more hype. Uh, Even if they do lose, that game's still going to be hyped up a lot. So, UCLA looks incredible. Big win. Just some quick stats. Dorian Thompson-Robinson goes for... 299, four touchdowns through the air, added a rushing touchdown on the ground. Zach Charbonnet, 198 and a touchdown on the ground. UCLA, man, looking strong. Utah, Cam Rising, 
They just didn't do enough on defense to hold down this Bruins offense. As Cam Rising went for 287 through the air, did not throw a touchdown. So, you know, Utah snaps their uh, gets their four game winner against UCLA. Snapped. We're gonna preview. Uh, we're gonna preview. Excuse me. We're gonna recap a couple more games. A and M, Alabama. Bryce Young did not play in this one, so it was in the backup hands. Jaden Milrow. He goes for 111, three touchdowns through the air, or Jalen Milrow, not Jaden, added 83 on the ground. Really, just 111, wow, that's not a lot. 154 rushing yards for the Tide. Uh, for AM, Max Johnson, their starting quarterback, not available. So they turn the ball over to Haynes King. It was a game all the way down to the end. Final play, King stares down his one read on the right side, then he was smothered, fires it out of bounds, incomplete. Alabama survives 24-20. to The Tide remains 6-0, and and they take down AM. They make him 3-3. Three and three. And pretty much everything AM was on the table to accomplish and had a chance to accomplish uh, at the beginning of the season is now evaporated. They've with now two conference losses, no chance to catch Alabama unless Turbo yeah, no were to strike the tide. Uh, disappointing for Jimbo, but this offense is just not good. Haynes King is not that good of a quarterback. The offensive scheme is stale. Uh, you have a uh, an incredible running back in Devin Atchain at the two yard line at the end of the game, and you decide to put it in Haynes King's arms instead of running the ball with your All American running back. Make it make sense to me. Huh, that it sounds doesn't. familiar. So I think the Seahawks know a thing or two about that. Yeah, exactly. Makes no sense. Intercepted at the goal line. A and M falls. Alabama wins. They stay six and zero. Nick Saban just finds ways to keep being successful. What else is new, done buddy? Despite adversity, nothing really else is new. We're going to go to the Irish. Notre Dame thought their season was done after their own two. Well, they've strung together three consecutive wins under the radar. Drew Pine goes for two sixty-two, three touchdowns. Estime on the ground adds ninety-seven, along with. Logan Diggs adding 93 through the air. Uh, man, man, oh, man. Michael Mayer is incredible. 11 catches of buck 18, two touchdowns, one of the best tight ends in the country. I think the best tight end in the country. Nearly unstoppable against BYU in this game. Uh, Lorenzo Styles and Jaden Thomas added some impressive numbers through the year as well. So Marcus Freeman's done a good job rebounding. Big win against the 16th ranked at the time. BYU Cougars 28-20. Notre Dame wins. Final game we're going to talk about today. Man, my Knowles broke my heart. Warren's isn't the only sports team that broke my heart this weekend. We talked about the Mets. NC State wins 19-17. Game-ending interception thrown by Jordan Travis with about 30 seconds left in the end zone. Florida State was in field goal range with a chance to go to 5-1 and one and take down the Wolfpack in the Carter-Finley Stadium, an arena or an arena slash stadium that has given Florida State uh, some nightmares in the years past. Could not exercise some demons in this one. Another heartbreaking loss at the hands of NC State. Uh, but FSU is still 4-2. and two. They look really good. They host Clemson this week, so a chance to get right back out there and pull off a big-time win at home, go to 5-2. and two. Still extremely proud of this team as I, uh, as, as me. Uh, completely flipping the switch from last year. They went 5-7. and seven. They're already 4-2. and two. Uh, This team is a lot more talented, and they've uh, impressed a lot more. Oh, Schwarber with room in the left field corner on last year. Oh, my golly. He just got under it, Jack. He just missed. A homer. Wow. So, Mitch, anything you would like to add here for our college football discussion? <laughs> no, not on that one. So I Penn State was on a bye week. Yes. Uh, no, no Notre Dame is looking looking better. I like that. That's really, uh, like I said, like or like you said, since Penn State was on a bye, that's really the one I paid attention to. But uh, so, just some other important games. Nah, college, college State. football was uh, sprinkled in a little bit throughout my uh, my weekend of, of sports marathon. But uh, I saw a little bit. Was it? I think it was the Wolverines. That I yeah, saw a little they bit struggled Saturday. a little bit against Iowa. Yeah, exactly. Not Iowa, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw a little bit of that but. game, but honestly, not much. Um, mostly just looked at look at, at scores and and listened to you talk about it and stuff. And um, yeah, yeah. Well, some other games that were in, uh, of note: Mississippi State thrashes 
Arkansas at home, 40-17. KJ Jefferson, the star quarterback for Arkansas, did not play. Will Rogers from Mississippi State, 395, three touchdowns through that air raid offense. Mississippi State, 5-1. They're a team to watch in the SEC West. Can they challenge Bama? That is a question that will be answered later on in the season. Florida handles Missouri 24-17. Purdue survives against Maryland 31-29. Nebraska comes back to take down Rutgers. That was on Friday night. Georgia beats Auburn 42-10. I think it was the biggest he win. He got Swanson again! I think it was the biggest series win of, of Georgia-Auburn by either team in terms of large victory with a 32-point win, 42-10. And yeah, that's kind of it. Well, that will do it for this edition of Heavy Hitters. I would just oh, want to thank really? everybody for tuning in. Oh we are God. at the 58-minute mark already, Mitch. Wow, uh, we are. Oh, yeah, check we out our Instagram at Heavy Hitters KUR. Drop some suggestions of what you would like us to talk about, potentially more on the show. Any complaints, suggestions. Uh, a lot of those tell complaints us we're doing are going to be me too loud this week. Or tell us we're doing good. We will be right back here tomorrow uh, for our Wednesday show. Stick in, I believe. I don't really, I don't know if there's any other student programming I, on Monday. I'm not sure about day. the Tuesday. Actually, it, um, it is the normal Monday program. Wednesdays, so. there are a lot of shows, so stick Love here it. on yeah. KUR regardless. We'll be back here tomorrow with heavy hitters. Go Phils!